I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually just do it? it makes a little ordinary life feel a little bit better for that man. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's OK to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, buddy? something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360. The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people who actually just do it. It makes a little ordinary life feel a little bit better for that man. Makes it cool. Supercoach 360 podcast. G'day. Welcome to Supercoach 360. How you doing? It is your boy, Jazzy J, in the coach's box once again for another week. I am joined by, of course, Old Faithful, Con, Bergs and Guy. It is going to be a massive week. We have got a huge show for you. Um, join in the Facebook, jump on the uh, chat and say good day. Leave us a shout out, uh, chuck us in a question. We are going to get you guys to help us out with something in just a minute. Um, massive, massive, massive week, obviously, uh, with injuries. Uh, it was just huge, catastrophic, to be honest, in, in a lot of uh, circumstances. So we have got heaps to talk about. Uh, so let's not beat around the bush. Let's just get straight into it. Uh, boys, how did we go score-wise this week? Did you have blinders? I mean, uh, we had. I mean, for, personally, I had Cleary out. Um, I also had Puffy out last week. Uh, you know, there was a few injuries last week and then there was so many more gained over the weekend. Uh, how did you guys go? I'll start us <laughs> off. Um, score on the line. I think you I'd, should. I just cleared <laughs> 1,000. Um, burn a little bit like um, Jazzy had Cleary out. Cop the AE. But um, I actually reversed my trades before kickoff and didn't realise that Papi was still a reserve. So he played in the first game. So... Um, Ended up copying him. I uh, ended up copying, um, having to play with 16 players. 
So Ouch. just put up a thousand. Only I was gonna my reserve was gonna be Moylan, so it cost me about fifty points. Um, but yeah, only lost to um, two of the cashies by less than twenty points. So yeah, bad. it was a bit heartbreaking. Twenty points boys. is twenty points, but they could come back to bite you, man. Uh, two points on the on the table. Does he? Uh, yeah, that's it. I got. Sorry, Facebook. There's audio now. There's, I don't know if there was audio for a second there. Uh, da, 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 da. I got a uh, thousand twenty-seven this week. Puts me top forty-six percent. Three thousand three hundred seventy-six overall. Twenty-one percent. One five out of ten of my leagues. Not great, but considering I had two guns down, not really complaining either. What about you, buddy? How'd you go? Terribly. Um, but I've heard we've got a black screen and no one can hear anything. I don't know. I'll be back now. Okay. But I got a 1093 <laughs> in the top 25%. Um, jagged it with the injuries. Had to cop the AE of Nave, But I didn't get none of like the, the Ryan James injuries or anything like that. So I felt pretty good about that. And so many people I spoke to last week were, were doing the I'm getting rid of Nave. For a Benny Hunt or a Luke Keary, and you got to feel bad for them, you know. Ah, uh, well, I did eleven eighteen, nothing flash, but enough to get me up six thousand overall rankings. That's pretty good. Yeah, so all in all, not too dissatisfied, not too ecstatic either. Why not? Because hey, on the up part, are you building? Oh, I think so. <laughs> so. That's all we need to know because, you know, you're out, You're probably the guy that's going to be the dude in the Turbo Hemi Cup for us, so. Fingers crossed. All righty. A uh, lot of those head-to-heads come down to luck, but too. Yeah. So at the top of the show, while well, we've got a few people on Facebook, good people, uh, we've got, who's in there, Shannon uh, Pikowski, Gary Barnes, Henry Bryan, Mark Steele, Ashley Roman, Peter Morrell, Lance George, Andrew Barkworth, uh, who's that? Warren Thomas, Scott Smith, Luke Smith, uh, Tom Otten, Freddie Corbett, Danny Trebarik, Chris Maxwell, uh, Maxfield. There's a bunch of you people in there. So Please. at the top of the show, can I get you guys all to do us a mad favour? Light up the comment section with your favourite review. So what we're going to do is we've all got a few contenders for our favourite ring for a review. So we're all going to read out a couple and I want uh, everyone out there in Facebook land to please vote on your favourite. Whoever gets the most votes in the Facebook chat now scores the ring. So, Burks, I think I'm you found a couple there. Shares, so. You're doing some shares. All right, Con? <clears throat> I, I found it really hard to distinguish the best from the worst here because they're all, I, like, I really genuinely like more. But I'm going to go with, um, first of all, all hail Corey Parker. In these uncertain times, not knowing what tomorrow will bring, it's a godsend to have a podcast that rewards us listeners with bog roll. When panic buying inevitably sets in again, or starts again, sorry, it's good to know that Bergs, Con and Juzzy and Guy are there to save us in this troubling time. May God have mercy on us all. Keep up the good work, you bunch of mad seas. You didn't say that. Oh, no, it's still early, sorry. Yeah, it's it. I don't like to say it anyway. And I've got another one. Yeah. From Shane Gear. Yeah. This is a cracking podcast with a group of blokes who are passionate about footy and supercage. 
Each week is like cracking a beer and sitting around with a bunch of mates talking footy in a relaxing environment. None of the guys claim to be experts like other podcasts, but instead are willing to discuss everyone's questions in an open forum. If you're looking for the best Supercoach podcast, then crack a coldie and watch listen to this one. I've got one more if I can go again, or am I taking them all? Jesus, that's it. Okay, mate, you barely you talk. Go you go. Um, where to go? Uh, you guys go. I'll, I'll chime in at the end. All right, so I'll start us off, um, and I'll go with. Oh, I only, I only could, I only could actually find one, but I found another one. I'll go Adam Diffie. What a podcast! The lads always giving advice on the game and who to pick. Personally, I'd stay clear of anyone Berg's rates, <laughs> Grain Entertainment boys. Oh, probably and best advice you can get. That. <laughs> the other one, well, I've been quite harsh on you in the last couple of weeks about some of your suggestions, but the other one was uh, Ricky Fat, um, who says, "Love the pod, awesome banner by a bunch of Aussie blokes having a crack, um, some decent Super Coach content, lol, and love me some bags, big old bag of dicks for anyone who doesn't rate the show five stars. Go well, fellas." Me, Jazzy, or you? Yeah, bud, you go for it. All right, Donic Rules, you listened, man. And Jazzy blows <laughs> eggplants. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, that was a good week. Um, I'm pretty sure you went back and got a soundbite for that, didn't you? Jazzy? Uh, no, I don't think I've got, I haven't got a soundbite. And I'm going to give it to Big Daddy Saxy because I know the people can't see the pictures, but if you're part of the closed group on Facebook, he put in pictures to go with this and it's... Yeah, the pod, lackluster, Bergs. I think I was like some American dude. Um, set the world on fire, Con. I think you were Einstein or something. And Jazzy, who were you? Uh, no, I was Einstein. Oh, you were Einstein. Didn't who exactly set the world on fire. Yeah, yeah didn't exactly it. set the world on fire. Mine was, yeah, no, nah, 100%. That's what I meant. And then there's pictures to go with them on yeah. Facebook. So, yeah, I cacked when I seen them. <laughs> where you at? Give it up, boys. Hang on, mate. Jazzy. Oh, Jazzy's still looking. I'll go another one from Josh Clark. Love the podcast. The boys give their honest thoughts on the game of Supercoach, not just the, not just the popular options. Do yourself and your team a favour. Check this out. Subscribe and listen each week to help you with those tougher choices each week. All right, here we go. This one I was looking for. Uh, D-Balls93. He says, genuine top blokes. Where to start, really? Bunch of all-round legends. Love footy. Do it to genuinely help people. Always a charity shout-out. I particularly like the moments of sheer silence in the podcast <laughs> that make me think my phone died or the Bluetooth in the car has kicked in. Keeps me on my toes. The lads love a Smokey and Milford for some reason. Keep it up, fellas. Milford's gone this week for me. <laughs> Uh, so what have we got in there? Have we got anyone throwing a vote in yet? We got one for Georgie OT as well. The lads. For anyone who hasn't listened to the boys yet, this is a podcast that's not only going to educate the F out of you about Supercoach moves, etc., but also give you a bunch of lads that you will best believe are your mates by the end of the podcast. <laughs> who doesn't love a Supercoach chat? Up, up. Yeah, that's that's the idea. We want to get everyone involved. It's a it's an open forum for us. And like it's enjoyable. Another one from our one of our really regulars. He's been with us pretty much from the start. I think Vowsy. Vowsy. Uh, brilliant SC pod. Perfect for anyone starting out in Supercoach. Lads break down all the teams, players, coaches, and current news. 
Found this better than listening to Tom Sanger. Great band between the boys. Keep up the good work. Right, eh? Is that them? Sorry, that was an old one. All right, so so far I got one for D balls, one for Con's second one. What was your what was the second one you read out, Con? No, I think that was Shane Gear. Yeah, that's it. Well, I got two for Shane Gear then. I got two for Shane Gear, one for D balls. So we'll leave the up voting open a little bit uh, towards the until the end of the show, but get them in now so that way I can start trying to chuck them all together. Let's move on. So we've done our scores, boys. Have you got, got the team list? Tom's got something. Oh, I, I, I think we should give everyone a crack who sent them in, not just relegate it to the ones we read out. I've just got one more, sorry. I was about to say, I think we've covered most. Brad is the best. Top notch. If you're ready to rip and tear into a Supercoach season, look no further than these boys. Absolute champions. Great chat. Look forward to another Supercoach season ahead. Right. Righty. So... I got some by Felicia's there. We nearly had one in yeah, moments. Yeah, you see the fucking emotion I'm going through. Blue tooth. Oh, man. Stop being ass. Oh, God, you're killing me. Where are we going? Well, right no fucking way. Maybe you're on radio, Josh Clark. I'm just getting warmed up. All right, we are doing what bit us in the ass. So for me this week, uh, it was the Ryan James HIA and injuries, injuries, injuries um, across the board. That and for me not playing stains. Um, what fifty two is a wasn't bad. that great. Like. And what's not bad in the centres? So. Yeah, I suppose. But yeah, exactly. I'll take it. Um, what about you guys? What beat you then, Bergs? Oh no, stains is in there. With <laughs> um, <laughs> a 52 No, no My AE my AA bit me of Saab um, He also gets mentioned later um, The Goz I just feel like he, he, he It was his chance to sort of stand up Being like a second rower And he just did nothing Fumiano sort of Getting a bit more bench time Than more field time Than I would have liked um, I know Jimmy the Jet um, is coming back from injury, but that was Bradman Best's hole he would have been running at, yeah? All weekend. Yep. So he should have got some points. I feel he's, I feel he's let himself down there, not attacking. Shibasaki was out of sorts as well all game. So I just feel like that was his time to like put on some points, and he really didn't do it. Um, and Tessie knew sort of bit me because... They played a shit team. I really expected him to like drive it home, and he he wasn't really putting his hand up as much as I would have liked. Like, I just would have liked to see him get a fifty, like a stains. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But that's all. That re- I didn't really get suffer any of the injuries, like the AEs or anything like. That. Everyone that was out for me was already out, like Pappenhausen and Cleary. So. So you copped an AE for Cleary. Yeah, I copped the AE of Saab. Saab. Alrighty. Well, I, I had pretty much similar to Berg, so I had um, a couple of 30s, um, Fuimano, Hetherington, um, and then I had Simonson and Tessie New, both score 30s. Um, not Nothing really else, you know, played with 16s so at one short, and Cookie was probably the only other one uh, with a 40-odd, um, but he got 100 the week before, so you just take the good with the bad. Alrighty. Um, did any of you guys get affected by... Injuries over the weekend. 
is I mean, there was a slew of them. Nope. But a bunch of people <clears throat> did. No, you guys were all feeling. I matrixed them all. Oh, I, I see it somehow. Yeah, T, I managed to neo them in, in some way. I've got no idea how it happened, but I'm, I'm cheering that it did. Ryan James is the only one. He went down with a six. Um, I mean, but I already had Puppy and Cleary on the bench, so I was already injury affected. They're back this week, though, so cheering. Although, um, oh, and Maddo. I forgot about Maddo. I didn't have Maddo. Last week, either. He's still in your team, is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about getting rid of him, but I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet. Well, Con, <clears throat> have you got the team list there? Maybe we should just jump straight in and go through the team list and, and figure out who Can I tell you what bit me in the ass first? Oh, sorry. Did we not do you? No. no. Oh, sorry, bud. That's bad. okay. Um, nothing. Nah. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> nah. Uh, little. Not getting his try this week. That hurt me. Um, the Goz as well. I played the Goz. Stupidly. And I... Went from David Mead starting to Tessie New starting after I had him. Well, I had David Mead starting last week, Tessie New on the bench, so I swapped him over this week, and just as things would have it, they scores changed. So, good times. Yep. Alrighty. Get in the team list, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Well, no, um, it's heaps of changes this week, obviously. Uh, so far, it looks like we've got about four or five uh, for Shane Gear. Everyone's jumping on it. Still only the one for D-Balls. I do love the D-Balls review, but yeah, it looks like Shane Gear's got it, unless uh, we get a surge of votes. Do we have a cutoff time for this? Part of yeah, well, I, said, I said by the end of the episode, but uh, yeah, that's... Well, that's it. Whoever wasn't listening live at the start can't vote after they've chimed in now, so... Yeah, it's it. They're probably, exactly, they probably haven't heard the review, so looks like Shane Gear's going to get it, but we'll we'll wait a little bit, see if any more comes in. So, team list, Con. All right. Um, Morgan Boyle has been added to the bench. Uh, sorry, Sea Eagles Panthers, first game. Morgan Boyle comes in for Tafoa Sipley. Uh, Toa Foa Foa Sipley. In the only change. Um, and Panthers, Dylan Edwards expected to miss a month. Stephen Crichton shifts to fullback. Matt Burton goes to centres. And Cleary returns. Uh, Dogs Rabbitohs. Uh, Marshall King comes back from injury and suffers another injury. He got a ligament injury in his foot. So he'll be out for six to eight weeks. So lucky the dog's got Katoa there to back him up. I think they got Deets. I think they've managed to swindle Deets into their 30, man. Nah, they just got an exemption to play him. Again, yeah, all right. No, he's not not named this week, but exemption's there, I suppose. If they got it once, they can get it again. Um, Nick Meany goes to fullback. Corey Allen going to the wing. And Lachlan Lewis comes in at 5'8 for Jack Avarillo. Uh, Josh Jackson is suspended for a crush tackle. We've ran off a Tony to start. And Jackson Toppany and Dean Britt are the new faces on the bench. Uh, Rabbitohs, no changes. They were great last week, the Rabbitohs. They were really good. Um, Storm Broncos. Pappy's back. Nico Hines out of the team altogether. Well, he's in the reserves, but out. Um, Tom Eisenhuth. Got his ribs smashed, but he's been named to play, so... How good of a hit was that, though? He got monstered. Smashed. Um, And Branko Lee can't play because he was in COVID lockdown. I'm not on the Um, uh, The Broncos paying Haas and Matt Lodge are back in the starting front row, so Pengai and Flegler move to the bench. 
alongside Asiata, who returns from a neck complaint. Reese Kennedy, Tom Dearden, and Bullymore are the men to make way. Uh, Sharks Cowboys. Wade Graham and Will Kennedy have been named to play, but will have to pass concussion protocols. Uh, Sione Katoa suffered an MCL, so he's gone with Hiroti, Mawini Hiroti coming in. Uh, Nakora has been suspended with Teague Wilton to take his spot. And the new face on the bench is Braden Trindle. Cowboys finally got some changes. Jay Clifford and Isan Masters have been dropped. Uh, Mitch Dunn misses through injury. Uh, so Justin O'Neill comes onto the wing. No, it comes into the centre, sorry. And will partner Connolly Lemu Elu for his first game. And the hammer back to the wing. Um, ben Hampton comes in at halfback for Clifford. Uh, Reuben Cotter's gone. Cohen Hess benched and done injured. So the back row will be Ben Condon. Shane Wright and Josh Maguire. Uh, Titans Warrior, uh, Titans Raiders, sorry. Um, Titans have named the same team, so no changes there. Uh, Brian Kelly sitting in the reserves, but so he could be a late inclusion. Raiders, Dynamis Louie and Hudson Young return. Um, Ryan Sutton sliding back to lock. For Joseph Tarpany, who's done his ankle, missed a couple of weeks. Young replaces Sebastian Chris, who moves to the centres, fill the hole by Curtis Scott, who is also out. But Chris and Ryan James both have to pass concussion protocols as well. Knights Dragons, cracker of the week. Uh, no Bradman Best again, so Shibasaki, get off the wing, goes to the centres. Stafford Toa comes in on the wing. Dominic Young's gone. Um, Blake Green comes in at number 17 on the interchange bench, and Brody Croft gets lost. Um, and Jacob Saifidi has been named on the interchange bench despite having failed to finish the loss to the West Tigers. Adam Clune comes in for Ben Hunt for the Dragons, who broke his leg and played on. What a champion. Man's machine, eh? Yeah. Um, and Braden Williami has been promoted to take the spot of suspended centre Jack Bird, uh, Max Fagai, and Eddie Blacker take the place on the reserve list. They're still not playing. Uh, and the Warri- uh, Raiders, uh, Roosters Warriors, Radley comes in at 13 with Isaac Liu moving into prop to take Lindsay Collins' spot, who's out with an ankle. Sam Walker comes in to replace Luke Keary. Drew Hutchinson takes Lachlan Lamb's spot at 5'8". Uh, Matt Ikevalu and Nat Butcher come onto the bench with Joseph Suwali named in the reserves. Um, Peter Hiku's out for the Warriors. Marcelo Montoya comes into the centres. And there's been a reshuffle in the pack with Bailey Sirinan promoted from the interchange bench to start second row. Tofu Harris starting at lock and Jazz Fung sliding back to the bench. Well, there's a Monday game. Probably Long holiday weekend, break. baby. <clears throat> How good. Um, Tigers have named an unchanged lineup after beating the Mighty Knights. 
Um, Ryan Madison has been named to come back with Papa Leahy moving back to the bench and Keegan Hipgrave out. Mitchell Moses needs to pass the concussion protocol as well. And for good news for all Eels fans out there, Bryce Cartwright could be passed for his broken jaw. So, Is that good news though, really? Let me stop you. Now, how many times in the past has Maddo been named and not actually played? Yeah. I think when he got knocked out last year, he was named nearly every week and didn't turn up, did he? What was that, there the year was, before there was, at the there Tigers? Was the year before. He only missed four games last year. Well, he actually only missed three, but the fourth game he um, came off after 13 minutes. Or that was the one he got knocked out in against the Tigers. Yeah, then I think he missed five or six after that, didn't he? No, only three. Yeah. Only three, but he was Don't named remember. every week, I'm pretty sure. Juzzy, you got a um, thing? You want to do or? a thing? You want me to keep it? No, I don't think. No, no. All right. So, so we've gotten through the team list, boys. How'd you go tips wise? I, uh, I got half. I got four out of eight. Uh, got Panthers right. Uh, didn't tip the Dragons. Didn't tip the Rabbitohs. Uh, didn't tip the Warriors. Did tip the Broncos. The Eels. Didn't tip the Tigers. But it got the Titans at the end. How'd you guys go? I mean, I've I've got to track down the running totals, figure out where we're at, but I'm definitely falling way behind to start the season. I got five. Five? Five Pretty sure I got six. Six? And what about you? No idea. No idea? Nope. All right. Great. Love to see that we're prepared. (laughs) Um, I I don't think I even wrote him down last week. All right, well, that's, sure. that's good. Um, boys, I mean, look, I think the first thing uh, or the big thing we've got to talk about tonight, mainly, we've had the cash change or the price change happen now. We've had round three just carnage with injuries after round two not being much better. Um, what are you guys doing with your teams? Have you had to make any major repairs? <laughs> are your cash cows on track? Uh, is there anyone who you started with who you shouldn't have or... or you know, is everyone paying off for you? Personally, I've got Ben Teo sitting on my bench. Or I copped as an AE on the weekend. Um, not too stoked about that, to be honest. Um, yeah, I don't know how he ended up in my side. I have no idea, to be honest. Um, I must have been drunk one night. Um, but, uh, I mean, that's it. What are you guys doing? Uh, for everyone out there in Facebook land too, throw in questions. I feel questions is going to be the big one tonight. So we're going to pull them up and get into them uh, very, very quickly too. Um, uh, for me, starting with Ogden over Uto Ekamanu. Yeah. That did. was a big one for me. Hetherington over Uto Ekamanu for me, yeah. Um, there was another one I started with over Linu, who hasn't exactly set the world on fire either. But, uh, it was Lodge. But he got injured, so there's not much you can do He's about that. He's back this week. So yeah. that's it. I, did, I did the Lodge to Lanu trade, and I'm expecting Lodge to now score higher than Lanu, but I'd rather Absolutely. hold Lanu. Um I didn't realise Lodge was back this week. That might influence my trades, actually. Ooh, um, that, that could be juicy. Spending big money on Madison instead of going with my original theory of going with, like, the David Fafita types and stuff like that. That's burnt me. Um, And just a few of me centre wings have been very lacklustre, like Simonson and Fusatua. They haven't been able to jag themselves to try or anything yet, so they've been very disappointing. I'll tell you exactly where I went wrong. My original team had um, Luai, Barnett, and the you two cheap hookers. You can't say original team because you went through about 50 teams. Yeah, no, nah, but on the, on the Thursday morning before I swapped it, 
because I got like ner- nervous and not having Maddo with their run and all this other shit. I ended up getting rid, and the two cheap hookers scared me as well. So I thought I better get RP back. And then doing that, I couldn't keep Barnett, Luai as well. So I had to like fully restructure everything. Ended up two cheap five eights, half a gun hooker who broke himself three <laughs> weeks later, and. Yeah, yeah Maddo who got hurt and it's just she just goes sideways on yeah. you. In saying that, didn't cop no dramas to that extent last week. So this week going forward, I'm hoping catch up time. Hope so over the next two three weeks, but still a big ass. Like I need a lot to go right. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not too unhappy with my team. Where I went wrong, I I got hit by Arpy and Lolo with the injuries. Um, starting probably cheap at the front row probably wasn't the best option um, with Lodge and um, Hetherington, even though I, both, I had stuck second row um, and cheap in the 5.8. Cheap in the 5.8 actually worked okay, like hooker. Um, but, yeah, I just think the front row forwards, you know, the likes if you had Safidi or Paulo um, and TKO, like if you spent well um, there early, they've all scored quite well. Yeah. Um, the game's getting a lot more points up the middle. Um Apart from that, center wings, I've got the usual. Fergo's actually been probably my shining light. I've been waiting in for my it. team. Bringing Hopper in this week, or um, <laughs> <laughs> other than that, yeah, like just same thing. I've probably got a couple of the cheapies wrong, but that happens every year. It yeah, fucking happens every time. I just need to jag a few tries in the next couple of weeks, and I'll be right back up where well, ne- everyone else is. I'm loving Neocore at center for Parramatta because it just means Fergo's getting some ball because Wanga Blake's not inside him, so. He'll draw, he'll draw in the defenders still the, and might set him the up. The Fergo thing with me is he, he's still only got 84 with two tries. Like, it's not enough for, for two tries, I don't think. Like, that's, like, don't get me wrong, he's good fill the hole and they got a like, pretty good run and shit, but he was a dice roll, you know what mm. I mean? Like, massive gamble. And if he, he didn't get them tries and ran on the 17 streak of last year that he didn't get, then you'd be getting 20s and 30s out of Fergo. Mm-hmm. Well, only one of them was off a line break. He only had one try in the um, first game, and he scored ninety-two. So, it um, yeah, just as long as he's getting some attacking stats, um, it oh, just no. shows well, he's getting the... the ball more. Whereas last year, it just wasn't getting passed. Well, he's got deal bags that side now too. Like Sean Lane's not a noted. He, you'd much rather cut Sean Lane out than give it to him, unless just, he's right near the try line. Just for his price at three fifty k, um, you know, it wasn't wasn't a bad. Yeah. Bad star like you. A lot of those um cheaper options at Centre Wings kind of went horrible. Yeah, they um, have. apart from Laurie and New. Um but yeah, and also I kind of I, I wanna upgrade one of my centre wings, um, Fusatu or Saab because they're just duds. Um and I just can't probably afford to go to um To'o, who I actually want. And so the two I was mainly looking up for a bit of a cheaper option, uh four fifty mark was um Tyrone Peachy and Stephen Crichton. So I'm kind of thinking about those two um, in my thoughts at the moment. But this week I'm currently just doing the one trade from Moylan to Schuster. So he's all jumping on Schuster, eh? I think he's a must-have. I think he's just going to make points. And like, oh, if you got like a, a Moylan or a Little, um, i definitely see it worth it. Does he jumping on Schuster this week? or? Yeah, I mean, he's in my trades. I've just reversed my trades uh, mm. now. To throw Lodge in, and I'm weighing up who to get rid of in terms of a senator, bring him in um, at five eight. Yep. So because I, I can put Dylan Walker down there to bring him in. 
You bring any in or? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. Alrighty. Lock him in, mate. Nah, I just, nah, I'm not doing it, eh? Everyone seems to be doing it. I'm going to go somewhere else, I think. That guy's um, review on not listening to Bergs might be getting some more ratings now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, David Cook says he's getting sick of finding out mid-round uh, that players are out when they were injured earlier in the week. First up, then he brought in best last week, and it happened again effed him royally. Um, it was consensual, of course. Uh, he used the app and all. So, yeah, have any of you guys uh, been bit by that? I mean, oh, oh, it's ha- it happens every fucking year, but it's not just happy. It's happy now. It's happened how many times in years gone by? Well, I think that's why if you can save your trades for as late as possible, like if you're looking at trading out, say, best on the weekend and the other person you're looking at getting in plays after him, you wait until that hour before the night's game to trade best out or in, whichever way you're going, after the team's been finalised. So if you can wait as late as possible instead of locking them in on Tuesday. So, so just saying, sometimes that can bite you now. So I'm always one to leave it till the last minute, but sometimes if, you know, if you're, having a you're big out, one or well, yeah. we'll run the cricket grand final on the weekend, so we're out celebrating. So I didn't um, get to see a couple of the games and, and, yeah, like I said, ended up playing with 16, but. I suppose it depends how dedicated you are, I guess. Can, can I just spend a minute to say how good was that Storm Panthers game? I mean, coming away with the win was awesome for us, but man, how good was that just as a game of footy to watch? It was good. It was it a good was, game. It was a just great saying, game. also, um, for a bit of discussion, what, um, Cameron Munster with the, um, what what do you call it, the, the hip drop? The hip drop no, tackle. No, 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 I called it, he swept him, man. It was fully legit to me. I was happy with I it. I put the hip drop. In the WhatsApp. Not me. I'm happy with it. I, I, I was happy with it too. I say, if you look at it, Munster hasn't gone for his legs. He's wrapped himself around the waist and then put himself behind him. But the old mate's foot got tangled up somewhere over here. Like, yeah, I just, it's a I, sweeping I personally motion. Think like. it, was a bit of a, it was a bit of a cheap shot. If, you're, if you want to get the guy down, all you got to do, you see most of them do it, just go to the bootlaces, join them together, and they're just going to fall. No you reward no reward for a boots tackle, bruv. If two people are on top, it is. I had to break it to you. Yeah, you then fall on your fucking head. You are better yeah, off just doing what down. he did. You're better off. Even, you know what? Because he gets to hang off him and it's it's extra seconds. Yep, it's extra that seconds. The ball down. Like, that's what it's all about. We're all about extra seconds they can in still the game. Hold on to him the same, same not if you boot him, bang, you've got to get off. No, if two, no, no not if, if you, two people if, are on the top. If, you, if, if two people are tackling him, then you take the legs and those two people on top stay on him, it's fine. Yeah, but why? Why am I doing that if I can hold on to him and give me some, my team extra two free you seconds? But you wouldn't need to hold on to his boots if if two people are on the top. But you're you're just fight, you're just saying to me, grab the boots. Anyway, I feel like we're the best way to get him down. Yeah, that might be the best way to get him down. I didn't but have a problem wants, with it. He wants to keep what held your, up. What was your game of the round, Con? Um, yeah, I mean, the, the Rabbitohs Roosters was also a blinder of a game. Uh, yeah, not so much. The first half was great if you're a Rabbitohs fan. They absolutely blew them off the park, but the second half was very lackluster in my opinion. A lot of errors as well. Yeah, I think it went to the shithouse after that. I think Melbourne-Penrith was probably the game of the round. It's just Melbourne played against 14. I'll be honest, I, I liked watching the Knights and the Tigers go around. <laughs> no, I really did. Like I didn't expect that outcome and... No, it was a good game of footy to watch, I'll be honest. No, it wasn't a good game of football. We were terrible. We dropped 20 fucking balls. We were absolutely horrendous. We shot ourselves in the foot time and time again. My my game of the round was actually um, the Raiders and the Warriors coming back from 
21 points. Oh, tip the worries. Um, that was quite a remarkable <laughs> comeback. Um, just in saying that, there was a qu- quite a few refereeing hun- um, blunders over the weekend. And the, a definite forward pass. Um, the Raiders lost the three people game. in the first 15 um, minutes too. So they played 65 minutes with only 14 players. Yeah. yeah. This, I'm they're, changing they're my game around to the man. Broncos whitewash of the Bulldogs. <laughs> Let me say something about this because there's a lot in the media about it now. So I take this off just Supercoach for a second. The Ricky Stewart, the Ricky Stewart thing, man. He's one of the only coaches that goes down on the sideline, and I think he's got a right to say the f word or drop a c bomb or whatever. And at the at that point, and since now we all know that it was a forward pass and shit. I, I think he had every right. He didn't. I don't think he. Grabbed him or anything like that. I think he just was on the sideline being vocal. Yeah, and the touch just happened over it's here. It's abuse, though. If you, if it's you not abuse. You know what? He didn't swear at walk the ref. He was just swearing as a frustration. Walk the whole way you know, up and down. Walk the whole way up and down. You could, every single was, fucking Hen- person at football could get charged with abuse. No, Hen- he got um, Henry Perinara got dropped when he was at Penrith by Ricky. And he wasn't actually meant to referee the game. It was only because I think it was oh, mate, got or sick. something. Yeah, I know, got but sick that's beside that he the point. The game. Mate, so it's a bit of a... We can all lip read, right? So every time they show Craig Bellamy up in the box, if he's not swearing at yeah. that referee, so what is that I'll abuse? Be... <laughs> like it's the same thing. Well, it's like... in public. It's just like you know the it's... whole kids and nah, the women in the game. Fuck, and... Can I just said it on podcast? So yeah, I think he's got a case I'm to answer for. I, I, I'm just upset the way the media's blown it up. Ricky this, Ricky that. Ricky is one of the only coaches that goes down on the sideline. He's there. He's he's, he's passionate in, and he's, he's honest. in the thick of it, man. And you know what? If you're a player, you're feeding off him doing that. You're down. What do you say? They had 15 minutes. They were down to one troop on the bench, yeah. were they? That's massive. And, and to, for them to be in it still and, and for shit like that to cost him a game, well, he's got every right to blow up my opinion. Well, I don't think, and uh, uh, I just, they actually should have won the game. It was a great try save from Roger yeah, at the end there. Yeah, it was. Um, but even even to get there, if if the referee, um, if you saw it off the kickoff, um, they've challenged it, and they've said that he's tackled him in the air, and they weren't even they weren't even thinking about that. Like it was, it was well, that far off the ground. I think at the end of the day, they were up twenty five six at half time. If they can't hold that and go on with it, I know they only had one on the bench, but defense could have got you. Yeah, maybe yeah. they deserve to lose. Yeah, there was another forward pass also in the Sharks game. Sharks had the same thing; they ended up only having I think one person on the bench from quite early as well. So the new 18th man, I think, is coming in for round five no. next week. I think, oh, yeah, I think he's coming yeah. in, but it's not going to help. It only would have helped the Sharks on the weekend; wouldn't help the Raiders because mm. it's got to be three HIAs they're looking at for the 18th man to be activated. Well, how many did Canberra have? Because two of them were in a two. head clash. And then Tarpany did his ankle. Yeah, and old mate broke a rib. Curtis Scott, Scott, but he played the game out. Yeah. Yeah, just like Benny Hunt, eh? True Warriors. Right, so are we moving forward? Yeah, 100%. Let's do it. Okay, so... You got some questions there for us, bud? No, I don't. I do got each, but... (laughs) What do you got? I've got something else at the moment. (laughs) What do you got? Um, Just quick buy for leases out of your team. I only got a couple. I I, I had a look. There's still 10% ownership on most of these. Um, Keary, Morgan and Hunt. All three of them gone for a bit. Akiri season, Hunt is six weeks, I think. And, At least. And, and Morgan. Morgan and Morgan's like, I think he did retire today, actually. I think you're fine. Um, I think they're the three. If you got them in, you got to get them out. There's probably others, but we're a bit under the pump. Um, the must-haves, so all the boys are getting on Shuey. 
Um, I feel if you didn't jump on Watto, I think he's just going to go from strength to strength up there. Uh, I am a bit worried about um, Blake Green and what he'll impact and where he'll come on, but... I think he should impact Watto. I think Watto should still just keep climbing. Um, just hoping he doesn't impact. Come on at 5'8 and man go to hooker. That's my biggest worry. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm worried about that too. But I think Jaden Braley's done. He's, he's showed he he's, doesn't need an interchange or anything, so I wouldn't be swapping it if you don't need to. Um, now, I've personally gone Luai, but around the traps, I've seen a lot of people jumping on Cody Walker because of their dream run. Can't knock you on that either. I, um, I've had a look at their run, the way that left side lights it up, man. It's shoo. It's if you got the money, I think Walker is a better option. Four hundred in a row for Troll coming Luai's up. Luai's a bit cheaper, so yeah, I just think they're different. They do different things. Like Luai, as long as as long as Nafe's there, he he'll he'll get good points. Like last week against Melbourne, had no Nafe, it sort of it showed, um, and he, he he still got forty, which wasn't bad, but not what you want from your five eight. Didn't uh, set the world on fire. No, didn't. And then TPJ, I feel even now that he's at the bench now, correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> fellas, he hasn't been playing 60 minutes and shit anyway. He's only been playing 38 and 40-odd minutes. Um, he's still he's still relatively a must-have, even to come off the bench, do you think? He's been absolutely killing it. He's so far so good. He hasn't been suspended or injured, so I like him. I like him a lot. Yeah, I think he just... He's the biggest X factor front rower out there. He's curved his enthusiasm, like he's not going too stupid. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Which he's done in the past. He's renowned for it. Um. So that's yeah. Well, have he's got any must-haves that you can think of? Or? He has. Sorry, he has played bigger minutes. He started off with thirty-nine, then he's gone fifty-two and fifty-nine in the last two weeks. So with Huss and Lodge back, he might drop back down to that fifty range. So unless. Carrigan's the one to miss out or whatever, but right. Um, you got any? You got any must-haves that you'd spear anyone into or anything? Um, I think with their run, I don't think you can go wrong with Trell. Yeah, I know I've been on him all pre-season all year, but yeah, with that run at the moment, I think he's going to score a monster of points. Even now, score Teddy over the next month. Yeah. Anyone you'd recommend? No, I think this week just mainly Schuster is the only really must have for me. I've got a couple of smokies I've been watching over the last couple of weeks sort of just get better or they've getting a positional change or something. Um, Toby Rudolph, I like him in there. I'm a bit worried about what happens when Talakai comes back to Toby, but he's just keeps he's gonna start just pumping out sixties, I think. Like first week he got a forty odd, but it's been sixty sixty for the last two weeks. He looks so much busier in actual NRL, and it doesn't just doesn't seem to translate to Supercoach. A bit like Tino, he looks like he's doing a lot on the field, but it just doesn't represent in the Supercoach score. Yep. Um, Philip Sammy. Now last year you were on him hard, and you said <laughs> Anthony Don's probably um, the one that will suffer if Brian Kelly was to come back this week. I, think um, so. I don't think they can drop Corey Thompson. No. Nah. Although Herbert hasn't really been doing great. Because Philip Sammy, he's, he's he's a good player, you know what I mean? Like he ran down the Fox that time and everything, I think. He looks like he's bulked up a fair bit too. Um, I've just got him on my smokies, but he's still a, he's still a wait and see. I'd, Only 410k, so he's not too expensive. Yeah, and then I've, I've whacked um, the critter in there just due to the fact he'll probably play four weeks at fullback. 
in that Panther side, which has got, I think, Manly, the Raiders, Broncos, and then you guys, which probably have Ponga back by then. But Be their so, first loss, that one. Um, I can see him and Burton maybe even interchanging a bit. Yeah. I think Burton offers so much more at fullback than Critter does. Yeah. And then the one I'm thinking about jumping on this week myself is that Pompey from the Warriors. He's he's good, man. I know he scored tries both weeks, but he seems to be the strike. The strike centre, like like Connie was when he was there, and um, who was the other one we used to like there? Yeah, I think he's in the low four hundred as well. Kenny, yeah, big Kenny. Yeah, Kenny's dropping in price nicely. I've been I'm watching that, but yeah, I'm I'm with you on Crichton. I think he's a great option now that he's at fullback. He's around the four fifty. The other one I'm looking at wasn't um Pompey. It was um Tyrone Peachy now that he's gone to lock, which you didn't mention. Yeah, yeah, um, I didn't he mention. could be a bit of a smoky. Well, other people have actually mentioned him to me. So, he him playing locks good, and Tino's going to be playing ten by the look of it. So he, he just worries me, Peachy, because he can go on those runs where he can have two, three weeks there, starting in a position, and then all of a sudden it's all just gone, and he's back to the bench, or he's moved out to centre, or he's playing somewhere else, and just a reliability factor of him actually starting lock every week. Well, his versatility is drama. There, yeah. he's too good at playing different positions, which is shit. Um, but yeah, that's all I've got for the time being. Jazzy, what did you want to move on to? Questions, did you say? Questions, bud, you got them? I will have in a second. Hey, live ones first, Jazzy. Hold up. Yeah, do a, tri- do, do a trivia then. Cause right, I'll... While you both get that up and ready, we'll might um, just that's crack good. open some trivia. Get them all distracted, I like it, guys. That's right, it, so... and uh, <laughs> remember on Facebook, jump in if you know the answers as well. All right, we'll play first of three as usual, um, sticking with the Who Am I theme. So, first up, I was born in Sydney in 1971. I was still at high school when I made my first grade debut for the Balmain Tigers in 1989. Bergs. Bergs. Timmy Brasher. Timmy Brasher it was. I like Timmy, he's a good man. Wonder Bergs. All right, next one. I was born in Brisbane in 1978. In 1998, I made my NRL debut for the Brisbane Broncos. I played the first of 15 Origin games for Queensland in 2002 at 5-8, and I was centre in Australia's 2004. Connor. Connor. Hodges. Bye-bye. Yeah. Listening, huh? I was centre in Australia's 2004 Tri-Nations campaign, eventually playing 14 tests. I won the Clive Churchill medal at Hooker in the Broncos. Bergs. Ah, Bergs. Bergs. Sean Berrigan. Yeah. Sean Berrigan. I love Berrigan. He's one of my favourites. <laughs> Jazzy was never getting that. Yeah, no, I was never getting that. All right. I was born in Cessnock in 1942. A Curry 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 Jr. in 1963. I made my first grade debut for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. I captained Souths to four grand final wins, but I am chiefly remembered for playing most of the 1970 grand final. Bergs was first. Scotty Sattler. Nah. Nah, bye-bye. His dad. Ah. which is Bergs. Oh no, no, no! no. What if I just said? Sat- it's what if Scott I just Sattler. said Sattler? Oh. That's wrong. There's there's more than one Sattler. Fuck! What's his dad's name? I've had a, a mind blank. You know, pick a name. Just throw a, a first name in there. It's a common one. Josh. No. No. Who remembers um the goat Minto? Scott. We'll give it to it. No, it's not Scott. Scott's his son. I said Scott Sattler. You just bum steered me. Oh, well, we're all wrong. Who was John, that? Have a guess. John. 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 
John, John Satter. Satter. Oh, no John one. No fuck, one he's had that. a big, massive bind link there. Everyone on Facebook's throwing shit at their TV. Oh. <laughs> 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 you fucking idiots. Oh. Where, where are we at score-wise? Uh, Berg's two. is on two. No one, no one else has scored. I was born in Brisbane in 1987. A Mudgeriba junior. Yeah. I made my NRL debut for the Brisbane Broncos in 2006 and won a grand final with the club that year. I debuted on the wing for Queensland. Bergs. Carmichael Hunt. No. Juzzy. Juzzy. Corey Oates? No. Bro. I debuted on the wing for Queensland and Australia <laughs> in 2008. Switching to fullback after joining the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Ah, I won the Con. Clive Churchill medal. Connor. Darius Boyd. Darius Boyd. Oh, I was going to say Darius too. One to Con, it's two good. to Bergs. All right, next one. I was born in Sydney in 1967. Nah. A towering forward. I made my first grade debut for the Penrith Panthers in Connor. 1986. Connor. MG. MG it was. There we go. Oh, two, two, all. two all. Look at this. All tied up. All righty. I was born in Sydney in 1971. After representing Australian schoolboys in 1989, I made my first grade debut with the Western Suburbs Magpies the following season. I played in State of Origin for New South Wales in 1993, but left the Magpies for the North Sydney Bears Connor. at the end of the year. Connor. What year did you leave the Magpies? Sorry. Uh... Should have been listening, bro. Yeah, I think you've passed in, bud. 1993. And Tick. he joined the North Sydney Bears. Oh. Tick. I'm going to say... Oh. Tick. Ah, oh. uh, Matt Sears. Nah, bum, bum. Next line. A goal-kicking halfback. I became the top oh. point scorer in the Bears' history. I was going to say him. I didn't Bergs. know he... Po- Bergs. Jason Taylor. Jason Taylor. I didn't Taylor know he played for the Magpie. I thought he was always Bear. <laughs> Yes. There we go. Alrighty, so Bergs picks up that round well done, of the trivia. All hey, right. Boys, hold on while you're there. I've uh, I've got a trivia question for you in here. Actually, it's been leaks. sent in by the listener. My computer's just you know Wait, me up, an mate. aneurysm. Hey. Oh, here we go. Yeah, it's from for you, bro. From from Mitch Delegi, he says, "Is Bergs, James Graham's, and Ed Sheeran's love child?" <laughs> no, Ed's sure? not big enough. Oh, no doubt, my mum ran off with um, Keith, Richards. Keith Richards from fucking Aerosmith. <laughs> Roll it. <laughs> well, that's right. Yeah, some fucker anyway. Rolling Stones. That's it. All right. You can't die on drugs or something. Anyway, uh, Henry Bryant, he says, not having Walker or Munster this week is a scary prospect. He's sticking with Luai, feels that he's a keeper and will match both Munster and Walker this week with the Manly matchup. He is hoping no trades for me this week. Pretty happy with the team ranked, moved seven up to 262 overall. Nice. Good work, bud. Go for the pod option, cause Con said from the bathroom. Maybe. Yeah, Con, wait, just keep, wait till Maybe. you get back. Jesus, you, you haven't learnt. You got any other ones in there? Yeah, Jacob it? Bell, he says, let me guess, Hopper is a good buy this weekend, Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Thumbs up from Guy. Uh, so far, in what I've counted votes-wise, it looks like it's eight for Shane Gear, three for D-Balls. So it looks like Shane Gear's taking it. Uh Scott Smith, he says, Tarpany and James gone after five minutes and Tino limited minutes is what bit him in the ass. 
Do you think Tino's a sell or you're happy to hold him? If he's in your front row, I think you can hold him. I think if he's in your back row, I think he's got to go. Yep. I if don't know. Sh- if Schuster wasn't a must-have this week, he'd be gone for me. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, I would, I'd move him up to my front row. I don't think I'm not going to get rid of him. I've got him in my back row at the moment, but I can see my back row needs strength. But my goal is to push him into the front row, probably as my third front rower, and then get in another. I'm, I'm iron off Junior Paulo. Yeah, there's so many good. Goal. Yeah, there's so many good front row options as well, like Paulo, Clemmer, and TKO are all good options. Now you've got Haas coming into it. Pangai. And then Pangai and. And like Jazzy said, Tino up there is quite a few front rowers this year. That's it. See, I've already got TKO. DSAF. I can easily move, yeah, Tino up to the front row and get another uh, gun front rower. But for me, I'm, I just, I think I need second row before I need anything else. Uh, One other question I'll throw in is, is Matt O'Sell? I've currently got him. I'm, th- I'm probably going to hold. Um, I think if you didn't sell him last week and he's been named this week and he actually plays, I'd hold him. I'm yeah. thinking about selling him anyway. Just because he's, like, you know, got the injury concern with his brain, man. It's not sideways. Who are you selling him to? Don't know. I'd probably downgrade, Deep move Capewell up, and do something down in the in the centres with that money. Mind you, it's not really a, a sideways. It's okay to go sideways when it's an injury cloud and you're trying to avoid a trade down the track because of injury or one. Oh, not necessarily. Like the boys pointed out to me, like pre-show, like um. He, once he come back, he didn't go under 61. So no, nah, he was a monster he, once um, he came back. And he only ended up missing two games, not three. He did. Well, I, see, I brought Maddo in like, due to the fact because he, he's, he's he he gun. You know what I mean? He's gun status. Mm. But with the way HIAs are and that now, and he, the way I see, you see Boyd Corden has rubbed out for 12 weeks and I think Friend got a few weeks as Friend's well. Like, at the moment, he's, had, he's, he's had concerns <laughs> for four years solid. You know, and it's it's one of them things. It's one head knock away from... I think he's been knocked out four times in the last six months. So, yeah, it's a big thing, man. I don't know. It's, that's, he, doesn't, he doesn't miss too many games. That's so. just my concern, you know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, there's there's people out there doing his job without could, them concerns. Do you yeah, know what you, I mean? And, you, could and throw, you could throw them concerns on a lot of players. You know, Turbo. Turbo's the same. Yeah, but I don't have back. Turbo. Yeah, at the end just... of the day, my, my concern is... He's he's my liability in the second row. If every third week he's getting a HIA, that is he is he worth having? A lot of cash. Pangai, or you you saying you're talking up Pangai as well? He's exactly the same. We we haven't seen Pangai swing an arm since round one. Mm. Yeah, that's it. So it's coming you know soon. I mean? it's coming soon. Yeah, but we haven't. Mind, you know have what? Concussion concerns. He and I dare say no, he, he does have injury concerns. He, do, he had well. hamstring concerns. Hamstring, but that's different but to the concussion. Let's face these facts. Pangai loves a bit of grub and niggle, and he really hasn't. Gone out of his way to grub and niggle. He's just gone out tackled. Oh, he, I think he hasn't. But normally you see him come in with his swinging little arms and his his grubby shit around the face, and he hasn't really done it too much this year. What do you That's think? Have you seen any grubbiness from him? Nothing that concerns me. Not to the extent where he has in the last few years. Like nothing. No one else is doing. Eh? Like, does his minutes concern you at all? I'd like to see his minutes this week with Harson Lodge back. Yeah. Alrighty, uh, so I feel like we've moved a little bit off track here, but because Rick, Rick Harrington's actually posted what you guys were talking about as a question. Who's hey that? boys, are you guys um, selling or keeping Maddo? I'm thinking about selling him uh, next week and strengthening the front row. So if he does that, who do you go for in the front row? I think if you're going to sell him, you sell him this week because he's got a break even of near 100, 138, I think. So Why take probably, a price rise to yeah, just sell him next week anyway? He's probably going to be 50k cheaper. 
next I think, week yeah, if you're you might limit your upgrade options in the front row. Yep. If you're going to hold, you're going to hold a bit longer than next week. Yeah, All right, you're so, best getting rid yeah. of him now so then who, getting rid of him. Who do you bring in? Do you bring in Pangai? Do you bring in... In the front row, did you say? Yeah, or? front row. Do you bring in Paulo? Do you bring in Clemmer? Who do I'd you... go Clemmer, personally. I brought in Paulo last week in saying that, and he was the lowest one out of the three I was going, but now I want Clemmer. The person who's going to have the least ownership up there who'd be the biggest pod move would be Huss, but you don't know how the new game's going to affect him and how his minutes are going to be played out, so it's and a gamble. It's big dice roll. Plus a new coach. And dear as, dear as uh, he's the expensive one, like, let's face that fact. Yeah. All right. Um, Shannon Bukowski says, started with Stephen Crichton in the centres. Is he due for good points uh, while he's in at fullback? I I think so. I mean, he's definitely got a good combination with the 5'8". I can see him scoring some points. I can't see him doing those sweeping plays that the Teddy does and stuff like that where he sweeps around, either hits his centre or cuts him out to the winger. Do you see Dylan Edwards doing that? Yeah, he, he has been, been doing this year. He's yeah. really picked that up this year. I just don't think. Crichton's got that ball skill about him. I'd prefer him just to run personally. He doesn't pass to to Toto much, you know what I mean? He didn't pass to Source much. Like what, Luai will be the one cut, um, passing to Toto. Yeah, yeah, I know that. But at the end of the day, when, when you need that bloke to fill in and do it, can he chime in and throw that, that ball? I don't think he can. I would have been much happier with Burton playing five uh fullback and jumping on Burton. Well, you might, find, you might find that in an attacking situation. They might... And then do that, and then when you're down your end, they might just put him back there to run that first ball I mean, back. Well, two, you, Burton's going to the Bulldogs. Use him up. Use two, him. Two, two things about Burton. <laughs> wow, what a boot on that kid. Yeah, like, massive. massive wow. Yeah. I don't think I've seen anyone kick a ball like that in no. a long, long time. The, the, like Probably the, since Ricky. Really? Okay, because, yeah, the distance is just incredible. He barely looks like he's trying. Raven no. Nash used to kick the ball pretty fast. Yeah, so Jared Ain, I must admit. <laughs> but not like that, I don't think. I liked Paddy Richards. He was always my favourite. I mean, favorite. yeah, Paddy Richards is a freak. It, it was, was the consistency of being able to just nail it 60 yeah. metres. It's just like, wait, this kid's going to knock 40 20s out of the park. Um, oh, sometimes it can be Achilles' heel, but too much just goes too far and it's too long. Yeah, well, that's it. And then you're out on the full and you've got a whole bunch of issues. So to, kick, to kick from that far back and to have precision is going to be big ass. <laughs> it's true. Um, and if Cleary goes down, um, Crichton's also kicking goals, which is good to see. Or if he's out for even um, over origin. Alrighty, uh, Douglas Lee says, how good is Peachy starting at lock? Great to have him in the centres. I think Coach Holbrook will stay with this. What do you guys reckon? Because I do remember you guys talking about this before we went to air tonight. Oh, I can only hope so. I like the Peach man, but he's a bit We've too... We've talked about it on the pod too. Yeah. He's, oh, a bit too good. he's a bit too good at doing <laughs> too many positions. Like he's, he's good at a few positions rather than one, you know what I mean, which can... In a time of crisis, he's out of lock, you know what I mean? Going to the centres or going somewhere else. Because so, you can just throw another forward in there to do that, and but he can move around and play in the backs. Well, they've got some good forwards up there, man. After watching them on the weekend, you've got David Fafita ripping and tearing. You've got... Um, Tino, Mofo, Jalofi. I like that Jalofi. Jared Wallace. They all have them just to run, man. It's just... Wow. Kevin Proctor's the odd one out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but out of those players in the centre wing of that price range, um, with uh, Pompey as well, who Berg's liked, and... Well, he's 100 grand cheaper than both of them. No, how, how much He's 330 or 340. Okay. So uh, that was that was my swaying thing. Like He'd kick goals there as well, I think. He was kicking goals there as well, but... 
Not that they look like they're going to score too many. Sorry, Rickstar. But no, they're going all right. I don't mind the Warriors at the moment. Would they? They were getting pumped if they didn't get all them injuries to Canberra. Maybe. No, they were. <laughs> Roger, Roger, Roger's looking good. Um, he could be a pot option over Origin. Yeah, if um, you started with Roger, you'd be absolutely cheering. I know. I was actually surprised when I looked at his ownership the other day. The amount of people that did start with him on the slides, their second half back, ah, uh, the second fullback. Sorry, yeah, well, and, and a lot of people, well. a lot of people went the, the pups Roger or pups Trell or Trell Roger kind of thing just to save that Teddy money. It was three hundred grand, like which is a the lot. Next, it was three hundred or two hundred and something thousand to the next dude down. I was like, wow, it's a big ass. Probably hasn't I mean, really paid off to that it extent. Depends where they've spent that. Are you for real though? Like, well, Teddy's killing them all in average. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, that had, like but to pay that yeah, money, it was worth it for me. Like, it, I would have been gone two weeks ago if I didn't have Captain Teddy. Exactly. Con was, was agreeing with you, but oh well. Let's <laughs> argue the point anyway. Fuck it. Don't know. We don't debate it. Uh, Adam Bolt, he says, watching Supercoach 360 going through the games on the weekend, the TLT ins and outs has got to be the best way to get you through a three-day lockdown in Queensland. Oh, bro. Right. So to, to all of our Queensland hey, listeners fine. who did get thrust into a snap three-day lockdown, um, good luck. That's it. Uh, here's hoping... The footies on. Oh, no, they seem to be over even before the footy starts. No, they got eight more today or something. Well, well, watch last weekend's games. Get you started there at least. Um, but, yeah, thank you for joining us. Uh, Gavin Gould says his plan this week is best out for Rapana and Murray in Fatino. What do you guys reckon? Um, I don't like Murray personally. No? No, I don't think he's... He's not even averaging above 60. I think if you're going to get in a back row, you want him averaging at least 65-ish. Yeah, yeah, at least, especially for that price tag, for that gun price tag. Cause probably if he's probably better not... off going to um, Fafida because if he's going to Murray, he's obviously got him at second row. So, What's his break even? Murray's? Yeah. Way to put me on the spot there. Yeah, no, I know, I know Dave Fafida's is two. There you go. So that, that's it. What I'm saying is he, he's probably going to drop some cash. He's probably got a high break even if he's um, not pumping out 60s because he was definitely at the tail end last year. So maybe wait a few weeks and see if you can pick him up a bit cheaper. Uh, Adam Bolt says it looks that way. Really uh, got the most out of Peachy, bringing him on early. 81. 81 is his break even. Yeah. yeah, see, so there's there's a good chance. I mean, look, he could get that 81, and if so, then cheer and 100%. He's definitely that second row that you want, but until you start seeing that. I know they've got a sweet run, but uh, I wouldn't do it personally. There you go. The the man has spoken. Matty Mihag, he says, Hey, Legends, thoughts on my possible trades? Hunt and James to Tohu and Sam Walker. Love um, it. Yeah. Now, he is, uh, was James named this week? Yeah. On yeah. the bench, yeah. But he's still got to pass the protocols. Okay, okay. So we still don't know if he's passed protocols this week. All right, and beautiful. He's now got a six in his rolling average, which is going to see his price rises hit the wall fast. Yeah, it especially for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, Josh McKernan reckons Gideon Welch. Uh, Shannon Pikowski says trade Little and move Watson up to hooker to Jewel to bring in Lua. He has three Panthers already. Is four too many? I mean, I personally don't think four is too many. No, well, Lukey's. Luke Smith's right up at the pointy end, and I think he's got about six Panthers. That's it. I mean, I personally do too. Uh, I've got, yeah, a bunch of them now. Um, as long as the team's going good and they're all scoring points, you can never have too many. That's it. They are. They're, they're, they're a good, strong attacking team too. And, well, I can't see him losing to 
Newcastle. Probably after Newcastle. <laughs> uh, well, that's it. I mean, they've got um, they've they've already taste, uh, faced a few of the tough teams. So, well, I mean, they've got Melbourne out of the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's, that's, that's one out of three at least. Yeah, yeah. that's it. We still got, still got the Roosters and the Rabbitohs to go. Um, see what happens there. Uh, Lance George says is trading Little to Schuster via moving Watson to hooker sideways. Uh, I feel like it is. No. But maybe a little bit more price rise. But the difference between Little and Schuster at this point isn't massive. Schuster next week will be 80 grand era. Yes, that's true. And Schuster cracked out, what, an 80 or a 90 on the 90, weekend? 90, yeah, 90, and 92, Little, I think. Little cracked out a 39. So yeah. without the attacking stats, Little's not up in that upper echelon. Where Josh Schuster, he's not going to be up in that upper echelon. He's not going to do 90s every week, obviously, but... I think the cash reward for that trade's good. All right, fair enough. Um, I mean, look, I'm going to try. I'm keeping Little and I've moved Watson. He's filling in a hooker for me while I'm waiting for a gun to really show their face in in Harry Grant or Appy. Um, Well, I'd be worried about Harry Grant, yeah. yeah. What what I read today is him and Brandon Smith are going to be a two-punch combo, so Harry might not even play 80. Ooh, in which case, yeah, Appy, it might have to be Appy, although Appy was only... Oh, I think we're, I think, I think we've seen a change into the guard already with Marnie and Braley, to be honest. I think that that the new style just suits him, man. Like, granted, uh, Reed didn't have a big weekend. He's got 57 in a quiet week. It's just base, you know, yeah. like saying. It, it's It's... He's busy. He's definitely a very busy bloke. He was all over the place. I think, I think yeah, I think you got to have that dominant forward pack well, and play be. 80 minutes behind that dominant forward pack to really reap the benefits of the new rules. That's what I was thinking about with Turpin, but then, I mean, I didn't see what he scored on the weekend because I've gotten rid of him now. But um, he got well, 105. I don't, I don't think their forward packs that full of it. No, he did, man. Carved up. Who Turpin? Yeah. Ah. I don't think their forward packs that crash hot. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll throw a question for you, boys. Um, Murata um, Niakore, two scores so far, 44 and 89. Um, at centre wing. Um, Only get him in the second row. Yeah, he's, he's 380k. He's got a break even of one. Um, and he's only in 0.0% of teams. So no one's got him. I reckon there's a reason for that because... When he's only in 345 teams. But if he if he gets a try, Parra have got a good run. If he's going to play Mate, in that centre. He, he's a beast. Uh, there at centre, he really is pulling in those defenders, but it's which the is back, opening up Fergo. He's it's cheaper the back than those to front, other options. It's the back-to-front way of doing the centre wing thing, though. Like, if you've got the dual second-row centre wing, you don't, like, hypothetically, if he's just a centre, you don't play him in your second row. You, you, you wouldn't do it because there's so many better second rowers out there Churning out base already. Well, you've got to have four reserves. Most people are using a reserve on Fui Maono or Ryan James, so it's it's similar to that. Yeah, yeah I guess. Um, I just think, you know, he's going to play eighty minutes at centre wing. I just think he's he's looking quite good out there. He's just one to watch. He's just for that um ownership level. If he zero, was a zero point three percent of teams. If he was a jewel, I'd be saying yeah, but because he's only got the second row status. Yeah. I, it sort of sways me straight away from if, that. If I'm looking at centre wing, the one I was looking at was Murray Talangi. He had one one game uh, for 71 <laughs> on the weekend, and he's only 237k. So he's he looked good to too, Murray. I didn't. I, I was watching the game. It was because if you've got like a Saab or a Fusatua, 
you could just easily trade him straight to him if he's going to make cash. So he did two try saving plays on the weekend too. He but he's rushed in and absolutely pumped people. So created forward passes off that, which is right. Brimson you... cop one and. Else one. You done your done your questions What's your, over there, What Justin? about um your mate Tui Katoa at Cronulla? Ah, uh, not at Cronulla at the Bulldogs. Is he gonna would he be an option? Nah. Won't make any cash. Bro, we can't score tries. <laughs> you know what? If, if we need miracle tries. Like he's two hundred K, that's all, and he's playing, so Yeah, but for two hundred K he's one of the ones that could possibly go backwards. <laughs> I hate to rubbish my own team, man, but you know what? We played the Broncos on the weekend, who got the wooden spoon last year. Granted, they... They, they look pretty shit this year, too. And, yeah, they haven't looked good at all. And here they are putting 24-0 on us, man. We couldn't even fucking score a try. Um, First time in your history is going back-to-back weeks with a zero. Yep. Yeah, I've had them up for days. Um... <laughs> But yeah, it's just disappointing. It's disappointing for the club. It's disappointing to be. It's disappointing for the sport that not all teams across the board are all like good. You know what I mean? To watch spectacles every game we watch, but then we wouldn't have the footy that we have. You know, where people turn up every week for us. And shit. <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah. I don't think he's got anything in him, man. To be brutally honest. Um. All right, I got questions. Hold on, Con. What's this about golf? There's been about two or three comments given. Asking you about golf. How good is golf? Did you play golf on the weekend? No, I did not. Did you say something about golf last week? I don't recall. All right, sweet. Someone fill us in. Golf, I if play anyone cla- wants to go and have a round, I'm down for it. I play Kalash golf. All right, let's do it. Uh, Ross Mann reckons the Titans are relocating to Sydney tomorrow, uh, given this uh, Queensland lockdown. Uh, Gary Barnes says uh, Tino to James and Whiten to Cody Walker. Um, still undecided. What do you reckon? Get rid of Whiten. Cody Walker's Co- Whiten to Cody Walker's good. Yeah, and Tino to but, what? Ryan James. So downgrading yeah. to Ryan James so he can upgrade Cody Walker. As long like, as he's not like playing. He's him. just said he needs now. He's going to need a massive effort to get some price rises again. Like um, could probably wait a couple of weeks. He might even lose some coin. Well, I don't know if you're going to be able to get Chief Walker in a couple of weeks. Yeah, if, if you okay. need that money to get mm. to get Walker, which I assume you would. It's not a horrible idea because at the end of the day, you're really just going Tino for Walker. Which well, if you've still got Matt Walker's going to smoke Tino. Still got Matt Lodge sitting there. He'll pump a fifty. You'd have to think. Yeah. Um, would you would you think Burton's an option now? He's um, either at centre or fullback at three forty k. He's a dual, either halfback or five eight. Would you think he's an option? I think he'd be much much with like an Avarillo. He's zero point eight percent, so he's a very pot option. But I think there's not many options in that halves like apart from Cleary I and the there's, guns. There's uh, a reason for that. I think Walker's going to be the goods personally. Yeah. And I think Schuster's a mush, must. And I've got Watto there too, personally, so I can't do it. But if you've got Watto up there and you got a Moylan and a, some other MILF or something like that, well, then, yeah, I don't think Burton would be the worst idea. Or if you got stuck with Lamb or someone like that. Yeah. Well, it's only, let's look at the injury. It's a broken hand, and people have come back early as from broken hands. Some of it's just a pain injury, like it's that small little bone in yeah. there that's... Doesn't matter if it just gets knocked about or anything. So, I, like, I don't know the injury or anything like that. But if he only ends up two weeks, then 
does then Burton become a nuisance in your team? You know what I mean? Or does he become an NPR? Or He's an NPR. He will be? I think so. And then sure. just comes back for origin. Yeah. Could, might not be a bad get, but I think it's a bit expensive for a bit of a gamble or outlock. Yeah, I'd rather a Walker Schuster. Well, yeah, both shoot, playing this week. Saving 100, 150 grand with some of them. So. Alrighty, I've got one here from Kane Anderson. He says, why do I want Lodge? His break-even's in the 50s and he's got a four-forward bench. Um, but on that, William Downs is also saying how are we feeling about TPJ on the bench. And Ross Mann is saying um, a lot of their bench forwards might have more impact around the bench if it's a four-forward bench and they're all popping about 50 minutes each. Might stay a bit fresher and have a bit more impact. So, what's going on with the Broncos bench? Well, it's, that's, that's a, yeah, well, well, that's to it. be what? decided after this weekend. We'll know more, but who knows what Kevy's going to do. If he's going to play Huss for 70, Lodge for 40, TPJ for 45, Carrigan for 60. Like, you don't know. I suppose you don't have to move on Lodge. Because Lodge got that low score. I think it was like a 15 or something. I mean, that's now going to be his rolling average for two price rises. He will change after this week if he plays, but if he doesn't... No, no, he's still got two weeks. Oh, that's right. He went out in the first game, didn't he? Yeah, so you do still have two weeks to sort of watch before you have to act. Well, you got one week to watch before you have to act. You got got two weeks to watch Huss. You got a week to watch Lodge. This week, Pengai's going to change, but I'd still wait and see. Because they got Asiata back, they got Carrigan back. Their middles are pretty stocked. So who knows what the hell Kevy's going to do. Carrigan did all right, super coach-wise, on the weekend. Not great, but all right. Um, so maybe that is yeah, a bit of a sign of things to come for a few of the guys over there. Um, Douglas Lee, he says, uh, who is the Gilligan lookalike? That's Guy. I'm guessing that's you, Guy. Yeah. Guy Ferguson. Who's Gilligan? Uh, he says, Bergs that's is Ginger. Is. Uh, Con is the professor and Juzzy is the skipper um, of the, the super coach Minnow. Uh, is that our SpongeBob um, cover photo? No. Now, special shout out. Thank you That's to on. Bo Gleason, though, who sent us uh, an image this morning. It's up in the NRL po- uh, Supercoach 360 podcast group. Um, Hope this was Patrick. Yeah, uh, no, no, you're Patrick. Squid. Ah. He's Squidward. You're Patrick because you're never wearing a shirt, and which I'm guessing makes me SpongeBob. Um, but yeah, head over to the group. Uh, check Does out he was the quick image. to jump on? No, yeah, you're, you're Mr. Krabs. But uh, no, well, I, I thought I thought I was Patrick, but someone else pointed out that Patrick's never wearing a shirt, and neither's Con. So I was like, "Well, you got me there." Um, Brent, yeah, Brendan Largen says. You spend equally in the forwards, TKO and Paulo, where mine still got them. All right. Well done, Largy. That's it. Now, next time, try to phrase that as a question. But Chris Maxfield, he says, uh, Tigers were still pretty bad. Knights were just shit. Because someone said that uh, the only good thing about the Tigers-Knights game on the weekend was the fact it was a Supercoach points bonanza. Um Oh, I, I didn't really give a shit about the game. I just like giving it gone. Yeah. Uh, Ross Mann says Shibasaki couldn't catch a cold in Antarctica. Someone else someone else said uh, Shibasaki, if he was a dog, you would put him down. <laughs> there you go. It was Barco that said uh, well about the points bonanza. Uh, Chris Maxfield says if Shiba was a dog, you'd put him down. I agree. 
I didn't get back to Barco with his scores on the weekend. Actually. Now, Stephen Richards. G'day, no, Richo. Manu, Richo. Oh, he could be playing 5'8". But no. there is talk of Roosters putting the great man himself at 5'8 this week. <laughs> if that happens, will Con finally admit that Joey Manu is a great supercoach player and take back all the negative things he has said about him in the last three years? If he's talking about putting Teddy at 5'8", Maybe. I was talking about putting Joey Manu at 5'8", buying Richo. He's all yours, mate. You'll be like the only one. Yeah, yeah 100% mad pod move. Good on you. No, I wouldn't really buy him at 5'8". If he was playing fullback, I might think about it because I told Richo to do it years ago, but he just didn't listen. <laughs> Turned up, didn't he, that weekend too? I think Joey, it's a good weekend. Adam Bolt says, for those wondering about uh, Barnett's calf strain, sounds like he will play, but he's not going to kick. Uh, Lance George says, what happens to Watto when Fitzgibbon comes back? Also, Con, any word on when we can expect that? Uh, it's, it's indefinite. I haven't really heard Still nothing. anything about it. I, I know it's a shoulder complaint, but I don't know to the extent of what it is or how long he's going to be out for. Because we, we get that question every every week or two. To be honest, He'll I, I, don't think he, I don't think he makes the team if he comes back. Barnett's killing it on the edge. Frizz is killing it on the edge. And what's a coming? What's and coming on a lock after Jesse Sue softens him up? He's working good. So uh, Fitzy's last year was very Ordinary. depressing. So yeah, I think he's lucky to make the team. Yeah, fair enough. Maybe that's why he hasn't come back yet because there isn't, actually isn't a spot for him. Uh, David Stone says Little and Joe Offer and Galway to Schuster and Hudson Young. What do you reckon? Hudson named again this week? Yeah. What happened to Hudson last week? I think he had an eye injury. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> a <calm, laughs> eh? <laughs> I'm not sure, to I be honest. I didn't see that coming, I'll be honest. Um, I don't mind it. Hudson's had two tries in his first two games, which inflates his average. But in saying that, he's still been busy and going out there looking for it too. So, who was the other one? Little to who? Uh, Little and Joe Offerhand Galway to Hudson and yeah, Schuster. Yeah, and Schuster, yeah. yeah. I don't mind that at all. Alrighty. Um, Warren Boots Thomas wants to know, will there be position upgrades such as Nicore, Nicore nah. to centre and Schuster to second row? It no, doesn't happen it. at the start of the year. It's not happening. That's I it. think it's... they did one last year, didn't they? No, I think so. Well, I mean, I they think had, a break, find... had a break oh. last year. It was a different sort of oh, thing. I think you'll find the Fidzi was only at fullback at some point last year. And In then... the preseason. I don't know if it was that. They, but... they put the original ones up on Australia Day when, or whenever the app comes out. And then apparently they go around and ask all the teams the likely positions people are going to play. Uh, yeah, and then maybe. they update it before the season kicks off. Maybe that happened. But yeah, no, once the season's done, they're set in stone. I was semi-half convinced that old Fidzy got an upgrade somewhere along the line last year. I was just spewing bloody... Dane Laurie still doesn't have his fullback front row <laughs> dual oh, position. How good would that be, <laughs> hey, having him in the front row? Oh, mate, it'd be brilliant. I had him um, last year in the last game, dummy wonders. <laughs> Brendan Largent says Bergs, fucking fan of pants. That's it. Good on you, buddy. Um, <laughs> William Downs, thinking about upgrading Saab. Got 300k in the kitty. Who do you suggest? Oh. I'd go Murray. 500 grand, you'd have? No, 300, he has. Yes, he'd have 500 in once he sells Saab. Yeah. 
But also Sav's in the Senate, so who are you putting in there? Whoa. Kurt Gatewell for me. Really? Still needs tries, man. Like, I'd, I'd go... Um, 38 tackle, he would have had close to 60 in his base on the weekend, base and power. That was his first week he had to go. Like The first week he scored a try, got 66. Last week, he got 33. Like, what, he's not setting the world on fire. I, I, last week, I know it come back to bite me in the ass, but... I full said if I had trades and I was doing well, I would have got rid of him. It depends if he's got to try on him. I personally like to forward go Critter or um, Peachy as a bit of a pod moon. Center wings, I think you can kind of take a bit of risk. Yeah, definitely. Any even the good center wings can put you out of thirty on a bad week. Yeah, it's it. Pe- but pe- I was just thinking because he's a second rower, but you know what I mean. Even in the back of my head, if you're a second rower playing in the centers, I want you. You're, you'd be 60s, man. You know what I mean? I want 60s out of you every week just in tackles and shit. Like, that's what you want. That's what your second row is meant the to be doing. The core didn't have that kind of base, but he still but rode you know all what? the way uh, to the end. You know, yeah, but that was that was a mistake. If I sold him round 16 before he started dipping down to 50s every week, I, I, I would have been better for it. Do you know what I mean? Up until that point, he was getting 65. Kate was averaging 60. Just because you go to ninety, you know? <laughs> but that—that's my argument. Like, if you get the jewel, like, look at Yeo last year, bang straight in, getting sixty fives every week, cheering. You know, he was what playing I mean? eighty minutes a lot more though. And, but but that's what I, that's what you want in there for your second row centre wing. Like you're not whacking your second Money row. Another one, don't get wrong, started slow a couple of times, but by the end he's averaged way out. Like. And doing what centre wings were doing anyway, sometimes bagging one twenties and shit, and it was like, well, they're the second rowers you want. Like, I don't want a second rower in there that's going to be a liability, like a centre winger. That's not what I bought you for. I bought you there to be a solid centre winger. Yeah, forty on a shit week, and you played sixty-seven minutes that week too. It's not terrible. I'm just saying, I was expecting more. Alrighty, uh, Brennan Largen answered that question with just Fergo, so, you know, I mean, that's also a very legitimate answer. Um, Dale Bentley, he asks, is Dane Gagai a buy? And also, while we're talking Souths, um, Barry McCormick is thinking about trading in Alex Johnston for Bradman Best. Um, he reckons he's due a few tons with the draw. And there was also another South question. Uh, Dambo uh, says, if you're going to drop Ched Teddy and use his cash to get Cody Walker and Latrell, is that a good move? <laughs> Heart emoji in your eyeballs. Yeah, so Con's loving I the... I love that move. And then what about getting on Alex Johnston or Dane oh, Gagai? I, th- I think both of them could be great pods over the next month. Yeah, that's just because they've got a sweet draw yeah, and, and they can and they definitely do, attack. They do go down that well, left, left predominantly. Of, it's left 65 70% of the time. At least. You'd you prefer got to middle have, and left, no right at all. You'd prefer to have Trell and Walker as your souths in the back line. Yeah, but they are three different questions. Yeah. But yeah, if you're selling Teddy and you can get him Cody Walker and Trell, I really don't mind that at all. Alrighty. Um, just on just on the Fergo as a legitimate option, um, I did bring him up because I, he's always in my team, so I don't even think about having to bring him in because I've already got him. Yeah, yeah, so that was the other part of the picture was there was little Fergo hiding behind the couch and we figured that was you. Guy yeah. Ferguson. I'd go gags over Fergo. Yeah, you same go same price. Same price or what? Cheaper. Got no idea. 
think he's. I think he's. I think he's cheaper. Virgo went up this week. All right, Cram uh, Stinamic. Sorry, bud. Uh, it says yeah. I know Maddo is back this week, but Maddo to Haas, a good trade. I'd wait and see. Wait and see. Watch Ballsy. next. Haas has got Melbourne this week as well. I think I had a look. He was only That's one, good for forwards, but... He was only 1.7% ownership. Uh, so it's a massive pod play. Yeah. Um, All right. I don't mind it, but I wouldn't sell Maddo personally. Ross Mann's gone. Moylan to Schuster. Welch to Fafida. Love it. Sweet. I've done similar trades Great. this week. Hope it wasn't Andrew Fafida, Roscoe. I've gone Moylan to Schuster and the Goz to Fafida. Nice. I'm jump. I'm not getting on for feeder. Eh? I should have done it last week. I should have done it the start of year when I had him in my team all pre-season. Well, I'm the nerve of him and Tino. Tino got the duel, so Tino got the spot, and I'm spewing. I ended That's up like getting Schuster. talked in the matter. I think Schuster was in everyone's team at five eight as a cheapie until mm, round yeah. one was a name, and then bang, he's straight in. Yeah. It just kills you. For Moylan, and now I've traded them out. Okay, so on the uh, the power move, the Teddy, uh, the dropping Teddy for. Uh, Walker and Latrell. Um, he's sitting at about 5,000 at the moment and he already has Luai. So he's going for the bald, the bold uh, sort of balls on the table. I move. love it. Yeah, he's still loving it. Yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, both, both possibility of playing Origin too, like through the Origin period, Luai and Walker. Cook. And Trell as well. Would you put Cook in gun hooker category this year? Yeah. He'll still be yeah, up there because yeah. there's not that many hookers, I think, who were... Yeah, it's it. Con's by, contemplating it. He's, by the end... He's contemplating. By the end, he'll be... He'll be... South have a lot of points. One of the, I think he'll, they'll go up the middle some games. And, he'll be one of the better ones by the end. All righty. I've uh, got him so, outside the top three, personally. Is is he going to go... Is he going to go Rayleigh, on his run? Marnie and Grant. Grant, if he's only getting 40 minutes, he'll be getting at least 60. And yeah, I still think he can outdo Teddy in six, uh, Cook in t- 60. I think Cook easily outscores Marnie and Bradley. Alrighty. Stephen Lee says, uh, burning sub for Holmes now that he's in fullback. Yeah, no, nah, or no, nah, yeah? Yeah, no. Nah. No, nah, you wouldn't do it? No. No, you wouldn't burn sub just yet and, and use like nothing out to be able to get in? Yeah, he's a goal-kicking fullback, but he kicks zero from two on the weekend, so it doesn't really <laughs> help you if he's losing points kicking goals. That's true, <laughs> and he's, it's not like Cowboys are scoring <laughs> nah, heaps of it. tries. If yeah. they were a stronger attacking side, you might look at it. Just and, lost Morgs. Yeah, well, I mean, which, to be honest, could be a benefit to them depending on who they do bring in. Ben Hampton. Oh, okay, maybe. maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, look, you've got to you like Cowboys. Maybe does he? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I got burned. Poor by Ben Hampton. I hope got, he doesn't listen. I got burned by Benny Hampton last year, mate. That's it. Good on you, Benny. <laughs> oh, he, he made me really good cash out there on the wing. He probably could have jagged a few more tries, but yeah, he's not on the wing. He's the old, he's the old Jordan Carhu from the year before that just hung around. I got rid of him at his peak. I loved it. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Ah, oh, there we go. I've, best I've, move last year. I figured out what the golf <laughs> reference is, Con. Henry Bryant beat you in head-to-head over the weekend, and his team name uh, is uh, golf. Oh, I hate golf. Yeah. Fuck golf. Screw you too, Henry. Barry McCormick wants to know if Ricky's minutes are going to change. That's another thing too. That's what I mean. Who knows what's going to happen with the Broncos forward pack. He's yep. still got a low break even, so you definitely hold him for now. Yeah, I'll hold Ricky for another week. All right, Dale Bentley, is Cook a sell for Marnie to upgrade Walker? Upgrade okay. upgrade to to Walker. Con's saying yes. Who's he upgrading to Walker? 
Doesn't matter. Walker's going to be one of the best five eights. If it's an upgrade, it's obviously not Luai, so it's got to be someone. Could be Luai. I mean, it could be. It's probably Moiser or something, though. It's um, not much price difference. I'll say do that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it could very well be Milf. Dale, Dale, get us in there, all right? All right, so this is trivia. Oh, let's see who wins. We've all got different guesses. Um, 1844 uh, says, just, they did one during the season, all for Sangster. Yeah, I've got no idea what you're talking about there, but <laughs> Josh McKernan, lads, fuck, fell asleep on the train home, woke up at the stop before mine. Where's the banter at, lol? <laughs> all righty. Jet. Uh, that's it. Josh is out of quarantine now, and obviously his tolerance has dropped in the last couple of weeks. Um, is it important to upgrade Welch Tino to keepers uh, or try and set, sort out center wing duds from Jackson Garden Butchop? I would definitely upgrade Welch to a keeper. Um, like I said before, with the heaps of options at front row, I personally would. I think you can hold Tino and concentrate in second row, but yeah, I'd try and get rid of Welch. Yeah, it wasn't Tino. The question was Welch. If you'd upgrade no, it's him. both. He said, would you upgrade Welch and Tino or would you strengthen your centres? Okay. Right. So, so yep. you guys would strengthen your front row over your centres at this point? I'd yeah. upgrade Welch out of them. Yeah, yeah, because the centres you have got if would probably be, if you have a look deeper down, probably play Origin and shit anyway. Yeah, that's it. But I mean, I would think they have the potential to lose you money. Dambo saying centre wing dud, surely. And I have a tendency to agree with him. I don't... I don't. There's not really been any center wings that have really gone gangbusters to start the year and go and pick me, pick me kind of thing. Except for probably Bradman Best, who's now out injured. Apart from that, none of B-Moz was last week. Yeah, well, B-Moz was. That's why I got him in. I broke him. Sorry, guys. My bad. All right. Sean O'Vara, it says, first time I've got to disagree with Berg's. Um, this is about Capewell. He says he has an average of 56 and can score a meat pie with plenty of tackles, runs a good line, plus his dual position. So... Yeah, but his 56 comes from his his 90-odd last week. And if you look at his first week, he got 66. He scored a try with line break in it. Only played 60 minutes too, so... But, but you don't, it doesn't matter. You want him to play 80, like... At the start of the year, and when he left the Sharks, he signed there to play eighty minutes. Yeah, well, I think you'll find right. he'll, he'll. I think you'll find he'll get eased year. up to eighty. Yeah, it doesn't matter. That was just at the start of the year. In my head, I was expecting sixty fives out of me second rowers, like especially with the new speed of the game and all these new rules, extra ball in play and stuff. And he's didn't live up to like. Don't you know he's not doing poorly, and if he was doing that bad, he'd be gone out of me side. But he's still there at the moment. Alrighty, Josh McKernan says, hey, ease up on the cows. Sorry, bud. Andrew Barkworth says he's ranked 361st. Okay. Who, who's his on-field 5'8 this week? And Sorry, but Capewell's averaging 66.3, so not 58 or whatever. Yeah, maybe it's 58. No, it wouldn't be 58 in base then. I don't know. Look, I'm, I'm personally all over Cape, Capewell like a fat kid on a cupcake. So... Andrew Barkworth, though, he's ranked 361st. Uh, he wants to know who's his on-field 5'8", Schuster or Hoy? I don't think it's either, bud. I've got both of them, actually, as my 5'8s as well. I'm I'm starting Hoy this week, personally, just against the Saints. Ah, uh-huh, okay, I see what you've done there. You've gone real cheap in your 5'8s. That'll give yourself a bit more cash to spread through your forwards. Ah, 
Yeah, I can't see Shoes picking up too many sacking stats against Panera. All right, yeah, it's here. Adam Bolt says playing uh, Hoy because Panthers are going to be hard to score against. Um, right. Josh McQueen, quarantine correspondent, is in the chat, guys. So Hit him up. Uh, Danny Sackle says... <laughs> Thoughts on May I I, He's talking about Utakamanu but Jesus knows what he's written Um, Is he worth a shot? I'm not sure Alright, 1844 I think the Storm is still no more without Cameron Smith I think he's injury away from getting a start Like he's good footy player Mm. He's mobile, big fella like Got over a try, which was handy. See, I, I think the Melbourne Storm effect of having no Cameron Smith's been amplified by having no Grant, Finucane. Finucane locks that shit down in the middle, and Grant's going to play just like Brad, uh, Cameron Smith. It's just not as good. Brandon Smith doesn't offer anywhere near as much out of hooker as Grant's going to, and Finucane, yeah, he's, he's just that glue in the middle. So I think with those two back, Melbourne are going to be one of the teams to beat. Branko Lee as well, I think, um, should also strengthen their back line. Yeah. Remus Smith and... Remus Smith will go to the wing, I think. George Jennings hasn't really set the world on fire at, on the wing there. So I can I see Remus go on the wing. You want me to read to him? We'll have a couple. All right, Lukey Smith. Teddy to Paps this week. Paps v the Broncos. Storm off the back, back, off back-to-back losses. And you would think anyone playing the Roosters just stacks whatever side... Of the field, Teddy is on. Teddy may do all it all on his own, but can he still hit 130 scores without his support and cast? I think without Kiri, yeah. I don't think Kiri's the be-all, end-all for the Roosters personally. I think everyone's going to be surprised by how good Walker's going to go. Well, I think once Verrills comes back too, Verrills offers heaps out of hooker. Even not Verrills, even Friend. No, I just like Verrill's out of hooker for them, like with the speed of the game. Friends standing to live, man. And Radley coming back, he does that board distribution through the middle and he's pretty smart with it too, so I think that's going to help Teddy a long way as well. I'm not going to say that he's going to clink straight into gear and go, but I don't think Teddy's going to lose much either. Like personally, he he backs up the big boys in the middle. and He's so busy, man. He's I think he's averaging over 40 possessions of games. He's getting in there at first receiver, second receiver. He's doing the sweet plays. He's running the balls back. He's just, yeah, he's just super so fit. fit. Absolutely. In saying that, now that worries me of Robbo giving him a rest before Origin and all nah. sorts of shit. No, you don't reckon? Nah. Need him now? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Guy, down on that. Which one? Teddy to Paps. Uh... I probably wouldn't. I'd probably wait for KP and go the pot option of him. Yeah. If but in saying that, if they come out now before kickoff and Teddy moves to five eight, it'd probably be a great move to go Teddy to pups. Yeah. Adam Bolt, looking at Bmoz to Crichton and Fogarty to Cleary. I only ever brought Bmoz in for the quick cash. Probably should have gone to Zarko. So lesson learned and chasing. Quick coin, look at his BE and the projected score to get a real indication of what cash they will generate. It always it always the aim to upgrade Fogarty to Cleary ASAP. I can't miss out on Cleary's price rise. His potential score against Manly 
his potential captain score against Manly. If I don't go now, I will never afford him. And Crichton, in as I think he will perform well at fullback while Edwards is out and score more than BMOS over the next few weeks. What do you reckon? There's there's a picture of his team. I don't, I don't mind that. I'm a fan of it, to be brutally honest. Like, BMOS, B, BMOS out of them two there, is he the anchor or is... Uh, is that is that um, t- Tupu the anchor there? You know what I mean. Like, who's got the better base out of them two? Because if it's Bemos, then I can sort of see I a reason in, over him or t- Tupu. I'd sort of see reasoning for hanging on, but I don't know. I de- yeah, I definitely want to upgrade Fogarty to Cleary as quick as I could. Tupu's not seen really any attacking ball out there. They're putting kicks up towards him, but he hasn't come down with one yet. Um, ruined my multi, expecting an Instagram message to her. Um, but Kiri's only projected to make, with a 110 and a 91 in the next two weeks, he's only projected to make 30k. So it's not like he's going to be extremely out of reach, unless he cracks out a 200 or something like that. So well, that's what got me last year, if you remember. Remember I had the opportunity to get Nafe or Teddy. Yeah. And Nafe come out, got his 70, went up a couple of grand, and Teddy come out 150 or something, and was out, out, of reach. out of reach for me. So that's another thing you got to look at. Like, that's it. Nate, Nate could very well kick nine goals this week. Easily. And he could easy score a 150. Yeah. You know Is what he, I mean? Would you straight captain him on the first game? Or? I'd definitely VC nah. him. Got to VC him. Um, it's ballsy to straight up captain. Like, less... Unless you don't understand the loop or your AE is just that terrible. Yeah, well, this this early on in the season, like you saw on the weekend, the AE, if you have a Ryan James or something like that, a Mitch Moses, you could have been in dire straits. Well, yeah, that's, that's it. It could automatically nullify the loop. We'd have to score 200 to make it worth it, you know? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, all right. David over. Trade out Little, move Watson to 9, and bring in Schuster to 5'8". Do I add more depth to my centre wing when I'm running Catewell to New and Laurie already? Or more depth to my second row when I'm running Arrow, Barnett, for feeder and Ricky? He has $158,000 in the bank. Looking at Peachy as a dual position pod or Tupanua or Fergo. Well, I don't like Fergo. I know Guy likes Fergo, but 80-odd with two tries isn't good enough for me. He should have easily got 100. I'd probably Peachy over the, uh, if I didn't have either. But I I like Virgo, as I said. Yep. What about you, Con? That's a tough one. I don't think you can. I love his first trade though of um, uh, Schuster in for um Little. Yeah, yeah. I rate that too. I I never got Little because I I just thought yeah, there was too much either, going on I there. Think it's a good trade. Not, mm, the Roosters have a fairly. Decent run. Not great, but they play the Warriors, Sharks, Stormy, Melbourne, Dragons, Knights, Eels, Cowboys, Broncos. So there could be a few points on the offer there for Tupanua. With the halves on offer, but it yeah. doesn't matter for him. I'm a big fan of Sam Walker. Yeah. That's what I told you about Sean O'Sullivan last week. Sam Walker's the man this week. Right, eh? Well, you think Sean O'Sullivan played well? Yeah. So Tupanua and Fergo for you. They may have been playing against 14, but he did good. Yeah, Peachy, Peachy or Fergo. <clears throat> Righto, Steve Clifford. Is Watson a legit starting 5'8"? My 5'8s are Watson and Milford. 
and my halves are Cleary and Hunt. I went skinny on my 5'8 and centre wing stocks at the start so I could go heavy in other positions. And my plan this week was to trade Milford up to Luai or Munster, thinking instead about upgrading Hetherington to Clem, trading Hunt to Schuster and keeping Watson as my main 5'8. What do you reckon? He, yeah. looked, he looked dangerous on the weekend. Yeah, I think Watson can handle starting 5'8 spot. Hunter, Hunter Schuster, was it? Um, yeah. And then I'll make the Clem. Yeah. So I guess Schuster and Clem, that's not that's pretty good trades, yeah, I think. I like both of them. Yeah, Juzzy, Dan. Well done, Juzzy. I'm it's a, a podcast, Juz, not a, yeah, it's a visual. It's audio medium, yeah. mate. Yes. <laughs> Matty Drew. Brother yeah. Matty. Would you sell Cook to upgrade off of Hangaway whilst bringing in Schuster and doing would give me 780k for front rowers, but knowing Cook's next five rounds, he could turn up three out of five. It's risky. It's big cash sitting on your, in your bank. Joe O's got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it the, like you said, the potential of Cook going big over the next month or so. Could be what front rower has the potential to put out those scores over the next month or so. Probably none. Nah. So you like Cook. You say leave Cook there? Reluctantly. Upgrade elsewhere somehow. I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of Cook. Like I just established earlier, but like you said, the potential's there. They got a soft draw there. Yeah, and I don't think the potential of any front rower averaging over eighty in the next months. Not every week. Hundred percent, yeah. yeah. So Hang Pengai. on to Cookie. Pengai can't keep doing it. At least two like I said, it depends on his minutes. I don't know. Who knows what Kevy's going to do. Kevy couldn't even coach bloody great Queensland teams on Origin victory. He couldn't get Cam Smith back anyway. Scotty Duncan. Is Dave for feeder a must-have? I didn't start with him because I'm a salty Broncos fan. Maybe ditch Barnett with the injury concerns. Currently sitting in the top 1%. Well, I don't know if I'd sell Mitch for Davey, personally. I know he's not going to kick goals or anything, but... Actually, you know what? Yeah, I would. You would? Yeah. I love Davey. Get on him. Con's had a few Harringtons today. Nah, Just remember I would, that. I wouldn't sell Mitch for him, but... Maybe not this week. Oh, actually, yeah, I would. Get on, David. He, he breaks fucking tackles at will. He's at 626000 Is he going to get cheaper or more expensive? No, I don't oh, think he's going cheaper. up. I don't right. think get him any cheaper. You so might get him go. cheaper in Same eight or nine Barney. weeks. Barney's not getting cheaper. I think Barney will start come back to the field. I think his average will slowly drop over time. Don't think his ceiling's anywhere near Dave for feeders yeah. either. Right. On the weekend, you got a hospital ball. A hospital ball with Mitch Dunn and Clifford pretty much right on top of him. And he's still from both off like that were nothing. Yeah. He's Cowboys an absolute freak. Is pretty poor, but yeah, I know, but that's... That's one point in the super cage. I think he's, I think he's just an absolute Isn't freak. Is it two points for a tackle ball? Yeah, so no, that's no, four. No, a tackle. Oh. Yeah, I love Davey. Beyond, I'm kicking myself didn't start with him. Yeah, I wish that coin went one more rotation. Oh, Davey. Um, that was from Scotty Duncan. Dean Sapar started with big Lindsay Collins after the head knock and Victor Radley back to take away some minutes in the rotation. Is he a sell or a hold and forced to play Spencer Lee New? Sell. Sell for who? 
upgrade any of those guns that we've mentioned throughout the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I'd I'd sell as well and get him a gun. He he just he just misses the price rise and he would have been due for a good one, you'd have to think, prior to his injury. No, he would have got his price rise because he got knocked out during oh, yeah, the that's game. Right, yeah. So it depends depending on what his break even is. Thank you, Jared. He gave him the elbow that knocked him out, Rear Hargreaves. Can all right, Greg Keane. Can Nikarima keep up his good start? No. Nah. No. Nah. Guy. He can keep up a good start, but not not what the numbers he's been putting up. I don't think they're sustainable. Right, eh? Um Brian Ings. If you have escaped most of the injuries and have most of the cheapies bar shoe star, is there value in not trading this week? I'd I'd get Schuster in still, personally. Yeah, I, I'd I'm doing that. I'm I'm actually getting Schuster in, but um, I see also see the value in saving a trade. So I'm I'm, I'm thinking of saving my well, it, it, one. yeah. But if that's your only trade for the week, you're still saving one. I don't see the point in saving two and missing out on Schuster's buckload of cash. Well, yeah, I'm, that's what I mean. So yeah. you can still do that. What if you make your one trade? Yeah. What if you've got semi-solid five eights already, and it's like sort of a Bit of a sideways trade to do it. Unless you had Hoy and Watson. Or... I'd save it, man. The way the way injuries have shown us three weeks in, man, people dropping like flies, you're going to need them. You're going to need them at the end. And if we keep burning them and burning them, good luck. Could be missing out on 250k cash in three, a week, three or four weeks' time. Yeah. It's a lot be. of money. It's quite cheap. Yeah, there's, there's lots of could be's, and he could come out and get knocked out two minutes in next week. As long as you're not buying him, it's not going to happen. I'm not buying him. <laughs> 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 um, Elijah Tiffany, foots a tour or the jet out of out of my centres, but thinking for Corey Thompson, Crichton or the Peach, he's liking the Titans players. Corey Thompson's solid. He's got a great base. He can score tries. He's very elusive. He breaks tackles. Um, Who to get out? <laughs> Either one of those two, really. They're both pretty shit. I'd, I'd go Peach out of that Titans um, back on. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably jump on the Peach as well there. Corey Thompson's good, but still going to need need tries to get better points than Peach if he's in the middle there doing the work. If he's doing the work. I beg if... the differ. <laughs> throw a bet on Does it, he? eh? Let's... <laughs> anything, anything Just hey. on bets. Sh- um, Peach shout out to sure, Joshy. But... Um, let me know if we're on, buddy. Starting lock in the centre is that Supercoach gold, isn't it? Said Peachy for sure. Starting lock in the centre is a Supercoach gold. If he can stay there, yeah. Yeah. All right, Dan Hand. How much are Andy. the Broncos going to win the grand final by? Oh, plenty, Dan. Plenty. If they're versing the Bulldogs, they will. Luke, he said if he'll buy him tickets to the grand final if they beat the Storm this week. Well done, Lukey. <laughs> Michael Mizzy. Sup, boys? Love the show. So my question is, now that we've had three weeks to see the who's who of footy, let's take out all of the fullbacks, halves and five eights and eliminate them with all the players we have left. What blokes what I want you blokes to give me your predicted top five super coach players on total averages at the moment. At the midway point of the season. Let's hear those expert predictions. Teddy? No, he said take them out. Oh, Take out what? 
Full backs, halves, five eights. So looking at your forwards and stuff like that. Yeah. I reckon Gussie will be up there. Yeah. I reckon Clamour will be up there. Takiyaho, if he keeps the goal kicking, is doing all right. Um, who else is sort of... I mean, do you put Wado in there? Because he's lock. I know you said you take out the five eights and you can get him there, but ultimately... He's playing, he's playing for middle forward. So, yeah, you, you yeah. rate him as a forward. So, oh, yeah. so you can have hooker, front row, second row, centre. Yeah, pretty much. So, who are you? I mean, look for me. Yeah, it's, it's people like Fergo and Watto. I mean, I know Fergo hasn't really proved too much yet, but I don't think Fergo's right. in there. I'll go Tofu. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Dave Fafida. Bmos. Pengai. And Eva Clamor or Frizzle. That last spot. Yeah. I'll go I'll go a few different ones. I might go Barnett, um, Pangai and Tofu as well. I think get put up there in Angus. Well I'm gonna no one said it hooker, so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Jaden Braley. I'm gonna go with to be top five scoring. Average. Yeah. I mean, he's been fairly consistent at the moment. He's doing all right. As long as he keeps the 80 minutes there. And then I'm going to... He will be fifth. Then fourth, I will have um, David Fafida because they're going to hit a lull at some stage. It's only these big scores that's going to keep him in it. Um, then I also am going to go with Tofu Harris. You can't go past Tofu. He's, he's an absolute demon. And then with... With the run, I'm going to jump on Brian Toto. Alrighty. Um, nice. You got one more? Oh, have I? Okay. <laughs> uh, I think I only go four Cookie, as well. bucket. Cookie. Cookie will do. Wrong. <laughs> he's, got that, he's got these five weeks. Has, has he won that ring yet? I'm going to say uh, Takiyaho. He's pretty solid up there with the goal kicking, especially with the Roosters keep scoring so many tries. It's just easy points for him. Uh, I'm going to say Kurt Capewell. Um, Been fairly solid, provided he keeps his minutes up. I I personally think Fergo is going to get right up there again. He's going to be one to watch. Um, I I mean, I obviously agree with you guys, obviously, on people like Tofu uh, and Gussie and stuff like that. I forgot about Gussie. I'm uh, I'm trying to go for some sort of some other options. I'm trying to think if there's anyone else sort of in the front row there. Bradman Best, I think, is a good shout. If he scores, yeah, hundred percent. He's, he's not just a midway point. It doesn't matter. We're going said on mid- average. Yeah, no, midway he said, point. He said the midway point. Yeah, he's averaging ninety five point five. Yeah, if he's so not if playing. So if we're only going to the midway point, he's in there. If he's not playing, it doesn't <laughs> if he hasn't count. Played, if he hasn't played for them games, he's useless to you. All righty, you got some more questions there, Bergs? Petey Thompson, brother Petey. Boys, did you know last year New South Wales tried to pull one over Queensland because when Jerome Hughes signed... Jerome Luai. Oh, yeah, Jerome Luai signed Rip. on with the NRL. He pledged his allegiance to New, New Zealand. Zealand. Yep. So that's is this where all the Tom Malolo talks come from? No, I don't think so, but yeah, he's the grubs. No, we're not. <laughs> don't even. Don't even. We didn't know. Oh, well, we definitely yeah. didn't. Like, we, could, we couldn't read a bit of paper where well, he's like, New who's, Zealand. Whose fault is this? The NRL's fault for letting it happen, or yeah. is it? 
Freddie's fault. It's not Freddie's fault. No, it's exactly. the NRL's fault. Yeah, exactly. It's not our fault. Take well, it up. Take it up. Take it up. Take it up. Petey Thompson has a second part to the question. Should the Roosters be allowed the salary cap exemption? No. For what? Yeah, so uh, Robbo's saying because they've got so many injuries, they want to have a salary cap exemption. Exemption. He reckons he's got 19 players out of his 30, which means he's got 11 injuries already, and we're only a few rounds deep. Well, so that doesn't matter. That's not. That's just bad luck. Unfortunately, you've got a development squad there of another six players who you can bring in to fill the void. And you've got un- Sonny Bill, Matty. So unless you. Medically retiring some of these players who are injured, which I, I personally can't. think, if if they don't get this exemption, then you might see a player or two. Become yeah, no, no retired. way. That's that's it just bad luck. Yeah, yeah, that shit happens. Yeah, all, all clubs use at least twenty five men over the season. That's it. It's just it, they've all just happened to come at this time. So no, hell no. All right, sweet. Learn yeah. how to coach Trent Robinson and get these other young players going. And doing their jobs, and you'll be sweet. I'm with you. I'm personally with They've you. They've still got more than enough talent in that starting 13 to be more than competitive. I think the issue is if they get a couple more injuries, then they can't even field. And You know what I mean? They start chewing into not being able to field an interchange in a 17. Oh, either change up your training strategy or change up your game plan or something to stop putting your players in harm's way. All righty, sweet ass. Perks. Michael Finch, is it worth trading out Madison or is he hold? Oh, we're sort of up in the air. So quickly for anyone who's just sort of trying to figure this one out. Still, I think last week was a week to trade him. If you got him this week and he plays, keep him. Yep, cool, Burks. I'm getting rid of him. Guy, hold. Yep, sweet. Uh, I would say hold as well, but I don't have him. Jackson Garden backup. 200Ks in the bank after first trade. Should I prioritise turning Welch Tino into a front row, second row keeper? Or one of the centre wing duds into Fergo Peachy. Peachy. I'd be turning Welch into a keeper. Yeah. Can you do both? No. Probably He's not. already used one trade and got 200k in the bank. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd go the keeper option. Keeper's oh, always yeah. better. Keeper at front. Oh, they're both. Uh, I just think keeper um, at front row forward. Or like a second row. They've been get, scoring so. well. Yeah. All right, Brad Smith. Peachy passed the eye test. Could he be good if he continues to start? Yep. I, I reckon still, but watch and wait. It's been, yeah, well, I don't think you can watch him wait. I, th- I think you got to jump on now before his luck runs out and he goes back to the bench or the centre or the 5'8 or wherever else he's going to go. All right. Daniel Wright, did you just have any on the Peachy thing? No, no, we've discussed Peachy before. Daniel Riley, same question that's on everyone's mind. I have Braley, Watson and Hoy. Don't want to trade either Braley or Watson as I and feel Hoy is about to go and feel as though Hoy is a sideways trade. So trading Hoy out at the moment would be sideways. Two. I guess Schuster, I'd say. Well, who's your second hooker? Maybe second hooker is get Watto up there and get in Schuster. Yep. Right, eh? Depends on his team, like I said. Dean Lawson thinking of bringing either TPJ or Paulo this week. I noticed Paulo's minutes dropped last week. Also, TPJ's minutes will be affected by the return of Haas Cheers Legends. I mean, Clem's probably the safer option out of both of them. If not, roll the dice and go Haas. Yeah. Yeah, I was. That was my battle last week. I went Paulo, 
um, he went lower. But yeah, I think Clem's about the best option as well. Uh, Matt Zanes, Cleary for Hunt and Schuster for Lamb. I love it when Supercoach is easy. Yeah, <laughs> spewing that he sold. He probably sold Cleary for Hunt as well. Yeah, can't go wrong with those two, I don't think. All right, Shannon Pinkowski. Pinkowski, hope I got it, bro. Does Shibasaki deserve a bag after this weekend's performance? 100%. He deserves more than a bag. He deserves a... I've got one. No, 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 doesn't mean we have to do it now. May as well. I mean, no, nah, no, nah, we'll save it for on. Save it, save it. Right. Um, is it too late to bring in Watson? And when is it time to move on? Move on underperforming centre wings. Well, you can't get Watson. At, you can't get Watson at centre wing, but um, I. You know, if you've got Hoy, who's making the same amount as Watson, or um, if you've got Schuster there, you know, he's not a must-have. Even at 5'8", you know, if you have Bra- uh, at Hooker, if you've got Braley or uh, Marnie or even, you know, maybe there could be a um, a tendency to hold little even. Um, but, yeah, I think I think you're better off going to Schuster um, instead. Not me. It, I, don't, I I think I like Watson. I like his I like his input and shit into games. I, I, I even though he starts no. off the bench. Yeah, he's still getting sixties, isn't he? He's still coming off and doing a job. Like he's doing sometimes more of a job than some starters. So I I, I wouldn't say no. And he's only going to go up. I, I can see him sitting around the five hundred, five fifty k mark. So if you want to get on, I'd get on this week. Yep. That's just my opinion. Um. Chris Prince, thoughts on the Core? Can't quite get my, can't quite get to David Fafita or Kate Well without ripping my team apart. We discussed him before. I said he's okay. I don't mind him. He's not the best option. Like um, I'd prefer to go to a gun, but if you need need the cash or can't find it, he's not the worst option. He's a big big pod player. I think he was you know zero point three or something percent of teams. Yeah. I just, I just think if he had the jewel, I'd be talking about him. But because he hasn't got the jewel, and he's, I can't see him getting shifted back into the start and back row anytime soon. I just, I just think he's quite dominating in the centre. There, he looked quite well. Yep. Con, Nikore. Mm. I like him for power. I don't know about for super coach. He's your best option to try and make some cash to upgrade. Relatively quickly, not terrible idea. All right, Jesse Bugden. Hey lads, in the green again this week. Moved up to five hundred and fifty-one. My question is, who do I bring in for Lucci? I've got a hundred k spare, so I'm just short of the likes of Tahu and TPJ. Um, Frizz, Frizzell. If you can afford Frizz, how much is Davy? Six hundred and twenty nine or something. Yeah, Davey's up. How much Lucci is the question? He's five twenty, I think. Oh well. And he's got a hundred K in the bank. So he could nearly go to Davey. I was about to say that literally only leaves you a couple of grand short of Davey, depending on exactly how much is in there. I think Davey's six twenty six. What's he did you say he was? Five hundred four hundred and twenty. I don't I don't know exactly what 
Um, no. Blue cheese, but. Yeah. Anyway, are yeah, you looking at that? Let me, yeah, let me have a look and I'll. Will you look it up and we'll come back? I have Cody Walker and Munster, but Schuster feels like a must-have. Oh, dude, I don't think you want to bust up that combination. Nah, man, I reckon. Play going for those two five eight. Yeah, it's it. Where are you spending? Where are you spending the money that you're saving? Yeah, frizz for that Lucci one. Frizz for Lucci. That's uh, that, that that's my question. Um, <laughs> if you're bringing in Schuster as the cheapie, who's going to get you those points? I take if you have got both those five eights, you're playing both of them every week. So what are you doing there? I'll and say, then I'll say Dodge shoes to me. Well, uh, yeah. Well, I see. I the, personally would too. If you've already got two gun five eights, the, que- the quest, biggest question there is how much is two trays worth to you? Yeah. Well, and and where else are you lacking? Where could you spend that? You know, three or well, four hundred thousand. Because you'd just be bringing Schuster in as a cash trap, and then you'd be going back to even Munster or Walker, who you traded out to begin with, to get back in after Schuster's made his two hundred and fifty k. So if two trades worth two hundred and fifty k to you, it's not a bad idea. But if you think two hundred and fifty k is a bit rich for two trades, I'd steer clear. And also having, I mean, both those ceiling, both those players have pretty high ceilings, so you'd really want to be looking at their run and taking into account whether they're playing defensive outfits or attacking outfits. And and well, Walker's got a dream run. We know that. Well, no, he's got he's got Munster and Luai, and he's looking at. Downgrading Munster and Walker. No, I think he's got Munster and Walker. He said, and he's down downgrading Munster for... and Walker. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I think you're best off just leaving and it as it is. <laughs> Melbourne play Brisbane, the Bulldogs in the next two games. So, no shoe stuff for me if I had those two. Yeah. Bo Gleeson, the misses is trading in Junior Paul trading. Junior Paulo out for Fafita via Jules. Is that the definition of chasing last week's points? I fear so. Yeah, I would find a different way rather than trade Paulo. Yeah, to try and upgrade someone or go through a stepping stone instead of trading sideways gun for gun. Paulo um, is going to have better games than they had last week. So And he still put up 60-odd. So. Yeah, exactly. You can't really complain about it. To an extent, yes, but I think no. I think with Matto back, Papa Leahy going back in that middle rotation, Paulo's minutes are definitely not going to increase. Well, he's actually and played more at the start when Papa... If, if he doesn't score tries or get attacking stats, he's going to be that 55 to 60 player. But who are they playing this week? Is it the Knights or the Dragons? I think he scored 63 or 65 and he didn't have any on the weekend, so... I like Fafita. I think he's got the highest ceiling. I do One like One of the Fafita. highest ceilings in the second row overall. I'll give you that. I definitely do like Davey. I'm spewing I don't have him. And, uh, I mean, like, I think he's put on about 60 grand, so he might be out of my reach now, at least for a little while. All right. Marky Hindu, is Remus Smith and Mead a holder and a sell? Oh, man. Mead's a hold. Yep. Reem, I will. I wouldn't touch Remus unless he was on the wing, personally. How much? Yeah, how much has Remus already lost you? Don't know. It'd be probably thirty grand, say. Um, I'd probably get rid of Remus if I could. So they have got a nice draw, but just back on Paulo. Yeah, he, he may not have had a try last week, but he had a try assist and a line break assist, which is twenty points. So you take them out of him, which are attacking stats, and he's down to forty six. Yeah, uh, forty-four, and played less minutes. So, 
Yeah, uh, fair I'd, I'd be jumping on Davey personally. All right. All right. Guy, this is for you. Oh, do we answer Marks? Get rid of Remus, yeah. If you can. Yeah, I'd, I'd keep Mead for another week or two. Yeah, get the price rise. Yeah, might as well. If you've got him, you might as well make the most of him. Saxy, brother Danny. I, I think this is for you, guy. Should the Dragons start printing Premiership T-shirts now <laughs> or should they wait another week? Mate, start making them now. That's it. Get While those 2010 there. Premiership tra- uh, shirts going. Names slowly get the higher up the leaderboard, boys. They do, they do turn into good rags over the years. And- <laughs> we've, we've got a nice um, Roosters one here that we just spill um, all our uh, dirty water on and stuff, so. Selwyn Benfield, will refs come back and punish the Warriors? Will refs come back and punish the Warriors refs? We'll be at short odds. Well, Nathan Brown pointed out that they were apparently robbed by a dubious call against us the week before. So maybe they've already been equaled out. Yep. Shit. The footy gods do have their way, Bart. Yep. All right, last one's from the Rickstar. Rickstar. What's going on, buddy? He, Rickstar is a part of the uh, Fig Jam Dynasty boys. Go over there, find their pages, like, share them around. It's a pretty good podcast too. I meant to get on there one day, but I'm fucking lackluster at everything. Um, hi, boys. Should I prioritise getting Cody Walker in or Schuster this week? I'll probably go O'Sullivan and someone else next week, so I don't go Walker this week. I may not get him for this easy run, but my team below is with Schuster being traded in. I traded TPJ for Roberts as well. So his team now consists of... TPJ for Roberts. Bra- Jaden Braley, Wade Egan. He's got Wade Egan, Takiaho, Lenu, Heverington, Okutukumanu. Okutukumanu. That's it. Uh, Pangai, Barnett, Brendan Smith, Crichton, Madison, Ricky. And then he's got Naif, Madden, Watson, Schuster, Capewell, Laurie, Stain, Simonson, New, Mead, Saab, Mitchell, and Tedesco at the back. I like it. I like cheese. Nah. Personally, I know he got a try on the weekend and everything, which gave him a good score first time this year. I think you can hold him till Grant's back, personally. And that sound of wing sounded pretty weak. I think it's just the standard sound of wing everyone's. I don't know, mine's shit house too. But... Sort of running at the moment. <laughs> Consport B mod's so easy in the high rollers class down there now. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Not that it tipped me any good on the weekend. <laughs> uh, well, what do we think, boys? The fish tank needs fixing or? Nah, bro. We're ages away from that. Sorry to break it to you. Okay. You, you so what, what was the question there? Yeah, that was the last Facebook question. What was the question in all that? I don't know. Now we're on to get someone to go back to Facebook and find it, bro. All right. Um, Sorry, bro. I didn't mean to upset you. <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> I read it out. No one wants to listen. Fuck it. Like, I did listen. We got no answers. Well, I listened to the team, but then is Watson starting legit at five eight? My five eights are Watson and Milford, and my halves are Cleary and Hunt. I went skinny on the five eight and centre wing stocks at the start, so I could go heavy in other positions. My 
plan this week was to trade Milford up to Luai or Munster, thinking of instead about upgrading Heverington to Clan, tra- trading Hunt to Schuster and keeping Watson. I think I had that question. Oh, there we go. Was that a Twitter one? Nah, it's on uh, Instagram. He must, he must have doubled up on Facebook. Yeah. All right. Hey, guys, looking for question podcast, looking at a center wing under 550, Toto or Fergo, someone else, cheers. Oh, That's from like, Mitch Collette. Guy like Sta- um, Critter, uh, Stephen Crichton, you guys like Peachy. Oi, what do you reckon of Matt Burton? Especially if he's going to be playing at center and then he'll probably go in a halfback over Origin. No. Which is why you're on that. We, we went through this before, Juzzy. Oh, sorry. No. I don't think so anyway. The yeah, boys don't mind, I don't think. But three forty K, you don't think he's gonna put on hundred, hundred fifty K while he's five there? eight, yeah. But yeah. Playing I, in the centers. I think Schuster is a much better option and Walker. Yeah, exactly. Pleasantly surprised by. Alright, swear enough. Fair All enough. Alright, Mitch. The original cabster. I was thinking TPJ, yeah, until I seen there all the middles are back. Yeah. Thoughts on Clem or Paulo? Clem. Clem's the safest. Clem. And Clem, he, oh, he fucking had the offload fire in the other day. He had a couple of good offloads. Um, yeah, I'd much prefer Clem there, probably. And I don't think Clem's ever going to get a shot back at Origin either, so that sort of covers you nah. for that as well. He's done in Origin. Yeah. I think he might. Nah. I don't think His he teammate's will. way better than him. Yeah. Then you need four middles. Yeah. You got Paulo, Haas, Pangai Jr. Pangai, he can't play. Saifidi. Why can't he? I thought he was... Um, no, nah, he's eligible. PGN. No, nah, he's eligible. All right. On the Twitter sphere from Chris Hogsworth. Doesn't, ma- doesn't matter where you're born, eh? Dave Fafita this year, too. It's like The luxury in the New South Wales four-pack this year is crazy. Dave, would play. Yeah. All right, moving on, guys. Should I sell Arpy to Watson or keep Arpy for pod return? Sell Hoy to Schuster or keep Hoy and bring in little Pat? Through jewels. Should have always sold Appy. Yeah, Hoy's a hold as well. So would you keep him? Who? Appy now? No. Or punt get rid of him know. to Wado? Three or four weeks away. Yeah. So Shit. punt him to Wado. And he's probably going to lose cash on return too, so. Now do you, ca- do you keep Hoy? Or do you, yeah. do you sell Hoy and bring in um, no, Schuster? Or you, you keep Hoy and bring in little Pappy through jewels? No, he'd keep Hoy and bring in little puppy, probably. All day, eh? Because they've yeah. got them two games of, what is it, Brisbane and the Dogs. That's going to be bullshit. But I'm saying, eh, if the choice was between Hoy and Schuster, I'd go Schuster. All right, his best question. Because Hoy's only got one more week in him. His best question from Twitter. All right, from Adam Bolt. He's been on, on, on pace as well. What's the best way to get through a three-day lockdown in Queensland? Watching us on the TV yeah, while we go through TLT. <laughs> well, it's TLT and the boys from 360 will be live streaming at 7.30. Order the pizzas. About all the weekend's happenings, the ins and outs of TLT. Sounds like the perfect way to settle down. Legend Adam. I was going to say get that forearm cranking, but... Not now, not. You've got a shirt on still, <laughs> Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> Have a few hot ones at home. <laughs> I think that's all we've got. All righty. You got the shout-outs there, bud? I have a couple. How's your Facebook Live going? 
Pardon? Uh, yeah, it quietens down a lot in the second half of the show, mate. I have a couple of shout-outs and a couple of other things to get through. And I've got a bag at the end of these shout-outs or whatnot. All right. Well, first of all, we have our charity of the week. Now, two things come about this week. One was sent to me by Dan Wright. It's not an actual charity, but... While this was going on over in the Hawkesbury, like your neck of the woods, yep. and the bridges were closed down, um, the boys at, and ladies, of course, the, the people at <laughs> <laughs> Valley Meets at North Richmond, they came to the people's aid on the other side there. They they went above and beyond. They were like a uh, home base for a lot of people. Yep. They could go there, get their stuff left there safely, and they just done a massive job over there. Um I know there was other people this side of the river, but on that other side, once I Bell's, Bell's yeah. line went, it was mission for them. Well, that, that other side of the river, they, <laughs> their coals, I think, was emptied that day. all but that day, and they had to get shit, chop it in and everything just to survive, so... Well, just to, just to wrap to the dude, the dude um, who owns the Clarendon that was using yeah, his he, own chopper yeah. to... He donated um, his chopper to deliver supplies and shit, so... Yeah. To the SES, to all of them, a big thank you and congratulations. Yeah. I, I haven't heard of any loss of life in all these floods <laughs> or anything. And One, that Glenway. Yeah. Okay, sorry. And, yeah, so SES, all of you, thank you very much from the bottom of my heart anyway. Now, also, just on the charity of the week, I know we've touched on it before, but the men of league are doing something for a former player. Um Mossy Masso. Yeah. Um, look, I'd do your own research. It's a good story if you actually go in. It's a couple of pages long. Um, talks about what he's going through and well, where he, he's yeah, at. Yeah, he got, he got, I think, spear tackled in a game. Got his neck broken and he was in a wheelchair for quite a while. They told him they wouldn't, he would never walk again. But he's battled through, persisted. He's up. He's kind of mobile now again and he's getting his life kind of back. Yeah, so, no, it's, it's a really great good, story. Really that is, that's story. awesome. Yeah, it is a good story. Then also got tagged in something from Petey on the weekend. Uh, it was a feel-good story, Cookie. He's jumped up into the crowd after a game, and he gave his jersey to um, Nola Sinney, who's the wife of Mick Sinney, who's like a lifelong member of the club, and he passed away last week. So Cookie jumped up in the crowd, ran up there, and gave her the jersey, which was pretty – and he was man of the match, so – Condolences as well. Yeah. Um, so no. yeah, that was. Was he me in the match? Yeah, he was me in the match. That was this last week? Yeah, yeah, where he got a ton, ton up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, me in the match. Um. Also, I want to shout out the boys at the Turbos Hemi Cup. Don't talk too much about it. Com beat me this week. Um, I'm pretty sure Perso's still leading the charge, but he's way up top. So that's overall points, but our head turn only started this week. Yeah, I know, but, but overall, Matty Perso is way yeah, up the top. I've got two points from one game, so. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> we get our head to head. Also, mate. the shout-outs this week, of course. The one and only Vowsy does it every week. I threw it in the Fig Jam. Threw it in the Fig Jam Dynasty Draft League. Um, love the boys over there. Check out their podcast. They're on to something special if it pans out. Um, Fanatics Trading Cards, South Sydney Rabbitohs Supporters Group. Thanks for letting us in there, guys. 
NRL Supercoach Renegades, Fox uh, Vodafone Warriors Biggest Fans, Peter Wins Score Footy Forum, Addicted to Being a Storm Supporter, NRL Supercoach Fanatics Cash Comp Group, NRL Roast Banter, NRL Sledging Bitter Fun and Banter, NRL Supercoach Legends, NRL News Site, NRL Fanatics, SC Live Chat, Aussie Sports Legends, Supercoach Tragics, NRL Supercoach Fanatics, National RL Supercoach Addicts, NRL Supercoach $1,000 free entry by Black Swan Bets, NRL Supercoach Stats, Warriors NRL Fanatics, NRL Sledging Maniacs, Rugby League Talk and Memes, NRL Diehards, and ourselves. Thank you all very much. Wow, smashed it. All right. Wait. And Dale Kane. There's more. Dale Kane has shared us around and tagged a few of his mates in it. Legend. So you legend. Yeah, Dale. Thank you, Dale. Got some competition, Vowsy. You champion. All right. However, this is for Con. Suck up, suck up, suck up, suck a bag of dicks. Suck a bag of dicks. He was angry. Suck a bag of dicks. Suck a bag of dicks. And he goes, hey, asshole. Suck a bag of dicks. All right. I'm taking over Burgo's segment this week. Sorry, Burgos, but I'm giving out the bag. I decided to give it to Sal from the Mick and Sal pod copycast. Um, Sal? Yeah. Isn't that what they're called? Mick and Sal? Savs. The experience. Oh, sorry, Savs. Savs. Um, but yeah, just for bagging us out on your last podcast last week, telling us that we don't really know much about Supercoach pretty much and sticking the boot in. I know you've had one good year and all, but that doesn't give you the excuse to go out and bag us. So to Sal, go suck yourself. Oh, Wow. Bang, did not expect that. All right, well, there you go. Tell us how you really feel. Bergs, you got one while we're here or? Saab. Jason Saab got a bag this week from me. <coughs> Jason Saab. Jason Saab. All right, cool. Well, that was easy. <laughs> awesome. Well, lots of passion in Bergs' bag as always. So um, is that pretty much us for the week then? Have Alrighty. a good week, fellas. Easter. You guys know the deal. Stay coachy, coaches. Stay peachy, peach. Happy Easter, all. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.